0: Fall twenty twenty. Year, t- oh, all right. Let me do that again real quick. I can now. Uh, twenty twenty is officially over.
1: Thank God too, because I've I've really had enough of that year. Yeah. It, there was like a few good things that came out that year, and most of them were anime.
0: I oh, we'll do it again real quick. Me, and Jivo, just fucked up. All right. Uh, Twenty twenty Here we go. 2020 2020 2020 the year 2020 is finally over and so is the fall season and i think we were right when we said that season uh saved the year oh yeah and the impressions so i surprised that we were uh i was scared about that i
1: statement. mean we did have beau furry Bo furry was yes a great and you said that, that again yes. yeah i'm gonna say it again by the way again. i'm franny pack and i'm here i'm your favorite amateur
0: anime connoisseur
1: I'm Pink Menace and I am here literally to cause problems and shit on your waifu.
0: Hell and is here. I'm here. I'm on the sticks. Hell yeah. So we're gonna go over our favorite picks from the fall season. We're leaving out a few, we're leaving out the sequels, we're leaving out the, the slap like we're leaving out Jiu Jitsu still got a second core to go through. They're taking a three week break. We're gonna leave out uh the other one that's not over yet. I don't know but uh Ugh. we're doing <laughs> oh god <laughs> we're doing moriarty moriarty the patriot we're doing elena Wandering which elena what those are my two jams
1: i got akudama drive and i didn't pick talentless nana originally but after watching a few episodes i dropped westgate park and just picked up nana instead
0: yeah talentless nana snuck ev- up everyone's butt this season so
1: good it was yeah. so good after the first episode i like I felt sickened by, like, just the whole premise of the show and how you get to see it that quick, episode one.
0: Yeah, so we're not going to, like, review these because we're not anime reviewers, but we're just going to talk about our favorite picks. Uh, Nana, these are all so fun to watch, man, for real. Recommend all of them highly, but Nana was definitely, like, the sleeper, and the, the one I looked forward to the most, you know, like, not disregarding, like, Jujutsu Kaisen, but even so. I
1: looked forward to it more than jiu Every week, yeah, man, and the I'm, cliffhangers were stellar. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, reading the Jiu-Jitsu manga because I really like it that much. But I still, I kept waiting for the Nana episodes, and every time one dropped, like, I would just wake up early that day before work and watch it. Shit, man, we might as well start with Nana.
0: Yeah, fuck Dude, it. I just loved – speaking of the cliffhangers – like, the, la- the final scene would happen, and then that ED would start playing in, like, before the show would end. It would, like, fade in, and just, like, it was, like, that campy, like, kind of, like, horse, like, the, like, I don't know, man. It was fucking, it was feel-good ED. Yeah. It was cool as hell.
1: It, they're, you know I mean? they're like, totally doing another The season. good
0: vibes in a horror movie, kind of. I don't know if I'm reaching.
1: The good vibes? Like, when they were
0: partying, like, uh, in, like, the oh, okay. Friday the 13th movies and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Before like, Jason comes music. around and starts lopping off heads. yeah, yeah. No, I get you with that now. Like I didn't understand what you mean by good vibes in a horror movie.
0: So the OP and the, and the OP's great, man. The music's it's awesome in that. Hmm. The OP and the ED,
1: loved it. It was really nice. Um also all of, like the background music during scenes and stuff did really good at helping like to set tension.
0: I couldn't recall it, but I believe
1: you. Like it just even when there was dead silence like of people talking, I still was getting like the chills from like the music alone.
0: So, Studio Bridge. That's who did it. I yeah, mean... and they're
1: doing the Shaman King reboot for 2021,
0: so which it's... is nice. nice to look yeah. forward to, it, dude, because these character designs and the animation, it wasn't, like,
1: mind-blowing, but it was good.
0: Mm-hmm. I liked it.
1: I really liked it. I really liked the way they did all the eyes in Tom and yeah. Nana. Like, the eyes told the whole story of what somebody's thinking. For sure, man. I, yeah. I, that was it, great. It's like the My Hero I always wanted. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And Deku gets pushed off day one.
0: So, like, if the same studio is going to do season two, Nana, which we kind of do have room for. We'll get to that at the end when we do the spoiler warning. But, like, it might be a couple years like we waited for ReZero season two now because they're doing Shaman King. They're busy. Yeah, Unless another studio picks it up. But I don't know. They did a great job. And they even left out the OP and the ED in some episodes just Mm -hmm. to, like, make sure they adapted it well enough. They fit, like, you know, they jam-packed every minute to get the adaptation right.
1: That was what was really nice because, like, they really – you could see on those episodes, like, how much they crammed in there, like, in that whole almost two minutes of, like, the opening would be coming around. And and I got to say, episode five, the ending, the episode five – Still makes my whole skin crawl at the end. Is that a spoiler? Can you tell me? Um, Oh. The spoilers. No, I don't remember. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm bad with knowing what's spoiler and what's not because it was like a huge scene even though nothing really came of it.
0: Yeah. Okay. So speak of it. There's a yeah. lot of spoilers in this. That's because it's just like a murder mystery type mm-hmm. thing. But it's not one of those wacky animes where it like shows everyone dying like in order in the OP. Yeah. Don't like that. Um, even <laughs> if,
1: like, an anime is like that, like, I don't even want to know. Like, that'll ruin it for me. That'll sully it. That was, like, one of my huge problems with the Hunter x Hunter intros. I love the song, and I loved watching so the So you intros. shouldn't tell
0: anybody. Now they're all going to know. I didn't know that. You didn't? Oh, people Spoilers!
1: Wait, you mean you... Didn't realize that with all the Hunter intros. Oh no! Spoilers. And yeah, not a lot of people died in Hunter Hunter, right? No, but like they give away a lot of oh, stuff okay. that's yeah, going they show on. Show
0: every main character dying in order. No,
1: they don't. Like, no, they but they still give away like a lot of stuff, like the Chimera arcs op for Hunter. They they showed you so much of like the pivotal scenes within just like a second or like even half seconds of the intro. That was really cool, and they don't do that with Nana. Yeah, Nana so the anime ended in the manga at like
0: volume four, chapter twenty eight. And as of October twentieth, which is like uh you know, two months ago you or can't. something like that, they were already at like volume seven and it's still publishing. So we have plenty to work with.
1: Oh, I hope the studio does like the smart move and just chills out with this for a while and we wait a little while before we get the next stuff. Yeah,
0: I mean like I said, we're gonna have to probably yeah. because they're working on other I things. I really
1: hope they do because if I get another Soul Eater adaptation, I'm a fucking vomit. Um I don't know, I feel
0: like they ended it at the wrong time. I feel like it wasn't a good ending. It was A lot of people like you said it was sad and they it, were crying it, it, and they felt it in I the felt, heart I felt I was,
1: rough after that. I, I, I didn't really, really care rough. so
0: much for those characters. What do you mean? <laughs> We'll get into that spoiler thing, but I just think it ended too soon.
1: Yeah, it did end it ended too, too soon. soon,
0: man. They didn't pick a good spot. Like Moriarty, they picked a good spot for being a two core and them having to like pick a spot on the on the fly. Yeah, picked a good spot for this one.
1: I think they did the best they could, I guess. But I don't know
0: because I don't know what happens after.
1: I don't either. And this is another one of those series I might just pick up the manga and read because I'm a little a little manga gremlin.
0: I do know that season two is gonna be way, like guaranteed way better. Oh yeah, like a lot of cool shit happens. You know, Nana's redemption, glasses Arch pusher. Is, yeah, who, yeah, that guy was. He's dope. gonna be up to the snazzy glasses pushing yeah. wearing guy.
1: Ooh. I also want to see Kiyoya's development. Yeah, that guy's my. I got, I love that guy. He's the coolest f boy in anime. Yeah, he's he's a role model. He's amazing. So the
0: government has convinced the general population that talented children must be moved to a remote island to be trained as heroes against the alien or enemies of humanity. But secretly, they're just sending in a child assassin to kill them all. Yep. That's pretty much like the sum of
1: it. it. What it very much reminds me of is um, there's – I forget the exact name of it, the, but there's like a parasitic type of like bee that will like lay their larvae. In beehives. Where are we going with this? I right, keep going. And that's exactly what the show was. There was just one among them that was living amongst them all as an ally, but it wasn't one of them. And it instead just turned around and started killing them all. I loved how they
0: – she had such a like r- annoyingly innocent, high-pitched voice, but mm-hmm. – in her inner monologue, and then like sometimes she would slip, and she would have like this her real voice. We would discover, yeah. and it was so different. It was the same, uh, say. And
1: everyone who hears it too, you watch their head like, and she's like, ah, never mind. That's what pissed me off. Like, dude, Michiru was so dumb. She's so dumb. She was dumb, but she was sweet. So it was okay. So
0: many clues were smacking her in the face, and she's just blinded by love. I guess the end of episode five.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that one was so blatant. I was like. That's what made the end of episode five so big. Like the clue she found and then just went, oh, yeah, totally. I, I didn't oh, see the nothing. Pictures. Yeah. Yeah, that was so cool,
0: man. There's there's a lot of cool abilities in here. They're sh- way cooler than my hero aka
1: Yeah, and they're also being combated by somebody who doesn't actually have a superpower. Yeah. Unlike that who has done right. no superpower, and then all of a sudden he's able to punch Earth out of orbit. And it's like, oh, all right, yeah. Good job, kid.
0: I had a, I had a, written down a few of the powers because one of them can like see the future by taking pictures. Uh, Another he, guy's immortal. Like, it, it immortal. Like, Another guy can travel through time. Yeah, like these powers back. are op. Like all of them are op. The it, weakest ones are like fire and ice, and that you don't sleep on fire and ice. No, powers, you
1: know? no, nobody does. That's why everyone in the class like straight up went. I don't want to deal with them. Um, there was the necromancer as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, just there was just so broken. much wild. Yeah, I was looking at this. I'm like, damn, if these were D&D characters, you would not even see these people until, like, the end of the campaigns. Mm-hmm. You would not see them nonetheless. like, I'm trying to point out, like, little cracks, things I don't like about it, but don't get me wrong.
0: Like, super recommend the show. It's a freaking fun one to talk yeah. about with your friends every week. The rewatch value I didn't think it was going to be that high at first. Just because of all the spoilers and the mystery that we already know, but I think it, I think it actually does now.
1: I think it actually has some good rewatch value. It is, it is. I'd watch it again, even though I know everything, and I wouldn't get so blown away. I feel like every odd numbered episode ended really <laughs> I remember scary. You, I remember like, you saying that? I don't know if that's true. Think about it, episode one. I
0: can't think about it right now. I'm just gonna believe you. Oh, you guys let us know. Yes. But uh. This, I'm I'm gonna complain about it again, but uh, so I want to say like I fuck I freaking love this anime, but the world building it's kind of strange. There was
1: trash. no world building. It was just it's an hard island. To believe.
0: I got something written down here. I, 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 if anything, the world building feels like it's vainly trying to justify a scenario where a sociopath serial killer schoolgirl goes on a killing spree against superhero opponents without being caught. While many of Nana's classmates were secret psychos, and and some weren't. Yeah, but a lot of them were. It seems as if the audiences were told that the talented are destined to evolve into monsters simply so we'd have sympathy for the antihero and not to be, like,
1: immediately repulsed by her actions. Like, no, what she's doing is still absolutely horrible, especially some of the ways she did it.
0: So, like, it's kind of hard not to see the plot as, like, contrived or, like, made up or, like, yeah. built to, like and, – And, like – too quick to judge since the story will become, like, more compelling in, in season two, obviously. But, like, I think it – what makes up for that is, like, that puzzle mystery deduction skills. Yeah. L versus light classic shit that they got going on with between Kiyoya and Nana. That balances it out. It makes up for, like, the really hard to – like, it's – they're selling a crazy world-building thing. Like, you're sending a kid to an island – full of mutants like professor
1: x's island like you were saying Mm -hmm. like it's kind of hard to believe but if you can buy that bullshit it's i mean after the year we just had do you really think that world building is so out of control yeah i I see that a lot in articles it's It's like very fitting for this year it's it's not all that weird i mean everything that happened in 2020 that felt almost normal it really almost felt normal
0: but like, dude, the beginning of the show, like I like like I wrote down here, like I didn't know who the main character was. And then when I found out it was Nana, yeah, I was you like, find okay, out. am I supposed to like feel bad for her or am I supposed to like be on her side? And then I figured it out. And then I was still like wasn't I was like beside myself. I wasn't sure.
1: How I feel about it is but you're, you're not it. supposed to be on her side, but you're supposed to root for her because she's growing.
0: It really put and me. You in, saw it at
1: the end of like the last episode yes. too. like she's starting to grow and realize like everything about every situation she knows is just so wrong. Yeah, and she starts to like. It's like a child assassin, man. She's just a, a mm-hmm. kid, and I'm I'm really thankful for Michiru for helping her realize that.
0: Yeah, now she's yeah. That was really cool when she. We'll do the spoiler thing later. We gotta, but like. Like I was saying, those Elver's light vibes are I'm not I'm not exaggerating. Like they even acknowledge it. Like they, they shine like a blue spotlight on Kyoya and then a and the red, red spotlight on Nana, just like in Death Note. It was like, own a light. like
1: dark red too. And like,
0: these two are geniuses, yo. Mm-hmm. They really check each other. And Kyoya is the
1: perfect rival for Nana because he's immortal. He's the like, immortal she one. She can't so so just he can't die. K- yep. She can't just kill him and go, wow, look at that. I'm left with a bunch of idiots now. No. The smart one's the one she can't get rid of too. And he like knows that she's like killing everyone, but like he can't prove it. He but has he's no. And then proof. he has to like he he needs to lean
0: on her for help because there's other psychopaths in there too. Mm-hmm. And and he knows that she's the smartest, but like he, she might be the killer. Super walking on eggshelly vibes, and they really nailed it, man. I, I, I
1: like I said, it makes up for that silly world building. I really respect him because I'll be real: if I had his power and I was an immortal and stuff, I would just go, ah. Oh. This is cool. I can't die. And then go to construction sites and just jump off the roof for no reason. No, he actually sits back and tries to be a detective with it, When he tasted the poison,
0: or checked it to see if it was poison, and he's just, like, writhing on the ground. He's like, yeah, it's poison. Oh,
1: that's horrible. Such a
0: badass dude. So cool. His room's messy. He plays video
1: games. He doesn't know how to interact with people socially. Nope. Freaking love that. Which you find out he has a lot in common with someone else once that's all revealed, too. So, another thing I wanted to say is Nana is definitely a
0: sick chick.
1: Like, I said child assassin,
0: but, like, when she does her deep, like, serious voice, like, Mm -hmm. you can tell she's got some maturity. Just not in, like, the emotion, like, just not with her, like, processing trauma. She kind
1: of skipped that part, but she grew up fast in all the other ways. And she's strived because of it. Like, they even mention how, like famous she is for what she does at her age super
0: cold mean shit she would say to people remember that remember she was making fun of the necromancer person about like banging her dead boyfriend or something like that like the real like she she goes for the throat i was was, like like that's supposed to be spoilers dude no people don't know spoilers spoilers. basically she's making fun of this necromancer for for being a necrophiliac yeah. yeah
1: No, that's and a good one. She's being
0: super smug about it while she's like handcuffed, like fa- like st- on the ground. She's mm-hmm. still looking up at you, just cutting you with the deepest shit. She's like, this bitch is sick.
1: Yeah. You know, like she, when she goes to town on you, she's like, you know, she did her homework on your whole personality, your power. What pisses you off at school? She grew up in a different world than the rest of these kids. Oh, yeah. You can,
0: it shows that. And, and I like when she, like, assuming Kyoya was an F-boy. Like, they came into nowhere. And that was, like, in, like the third episode? Like, that yeah. was good timing. That was, like, already let us know that, like, all right, she's, like, got some knowledge that these kids don't. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, I oh, forget it. He's like, what's that?
1: Well, she grew up as, as you said, a child assassin. The rest of these kids are growing up being told, you're going to be the best hero ever. You're gonna You're going to defeat the enemies of humanity. And you can watch it go to all their heads. Like Michiru and Kiyoya are really the only two I've seen in that whole show who have like a power that they don't abuse. I mean, they don't abuse their powers. Yeah, I mean Michiru, she abused it, but for not like selfish reasons. Yes, exactly
0: for selfless reasons, like overly unhealthy. Yeah, selfless. And I, I, her voice was annoying to me, man. It pissed me off the whole show.
1: I don't think she was supposed to be someone. She's supposed you to enjoyed. sound like a dog. Is that why? With yeah, her legs and her scraggy hair. And her little puppy paws that she's always holding up in front of her like a little cute dog person. It's like she was just a loyal friend to the point where she was almost a dog. I mean, her voice
0: pissed me off. But she was dumb as heck, just letting all those clues fly over her head. So, like, Completely those things ignorant. just kind of p- pushed me away from her all season. But at the end, almost
1: won me over. Almost. <laughs> yeah, the end had me feeling. I was like, fuck, I, I can't be here right now. And then I started watching Moriarty again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Kyoya Onidera, yeah, got the gray hair, blue school uniform, super memorable. I feel like this guy, I want some stickers of this guy or something, man. He, I, he's so cool. I don't want to forget him. I like how he called everyone in the school kid, even yep. if they were older than him. Like the teacher. Yep. It was so great. Hands in his pocket, hair well, in front of his eyes. Like
1: Nana, he's way more mature than his age would tell you. And you find out he's there
0: to find out what happened to his sister. And then you find out there's a bunch of fluffing dead bodies buried all over the island. And there's, like, zombies everywhere. So, you're
1: like, all right, this island has a past. It has a dark history. And he goes in there knowing it, too. So, it's like, one, he is completely confident in his power. And two, he really is that guy. Like... Maybe I'll think about the world it. building because I wanted
0: to find out more about that cool past shit. Like there was a civil war on the island like before all them there. I don't it's not spoilers. You know, it's just shit that happens. But uh speaking of spoilers, we're going to get right into that very soon. But yo, they, they have a Gon Goro character. The tan. I hated those two. Yeah, I hated the tan them. Uh Japanese girls. I hated classic. them. Their she powers was the
1: power. Their powers were annoying and slutty as hell too. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> Oh yeah, I uh, my saliva is like numbs people. But it's also an aphrodisiac, and the other one's sensual, like huh? I can teleport wherever I want. So it's like, oh yeah, what you want me to come over? <laughs> Poof, right in your bedroom, and it's like, oh thanks. You you, you two are like the perfect sluts. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this island. And if I was the killer, I think I'd I might start with y'all. Yeah, y'all man. assholes too.
0: So there's this awesome quote that Nana said once, and. I thought it was really cool. She like, there's a couple of times when she is convinced that she's like found out or caught, mm-hmm. and then she I, she says to herself, "Before things get tricky, I better kill as many as I can." And I was like, "Ooh, damn! Like you're just you're freaking dedicated." It's like that's like sticking to the mission. That's that's the kind of foot soldier you want. Yeah, a completely brainwashed
1: one. I uh, like. <laughs> she was really going through with it too. Like there were times when she was scared, and you know, like you even get to watch her kill someone else as she's trying to like. Cover up something else. It's like, whoa. Whoa. You got to finish what's already on your plate.
0: It made me sad, man, just, like, seeing all these kids go. <laughs> like, they're really not coming back?
1: I'll be real with you. A lot of them deserved it.
0: Dude, I like la- Badly.
1: I yeah. Badly. We're going to, we'll do the spoiler
0: warning now, G, but we got a button for that or something? Oh. The spoilers. <laughs> yeah, we do.
1: <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, man, the, the time travel guy. I liked him. I didn't want him to go. He was really cool. He wasn't bad like some of the other kids that were put down, like the sick animals <laughs> they acted like. But I understand why Nana killed him.
0: I completely It was really impressive the way she would go about killing people. Like he can travel back in time. I, I forget, correct me if I'm wrong, but she like has the ice guy freeze the lake over. Yeah. And then she has – and then like a couple days later she has him go back in time to the lake. At the certain time where she had the ice guy freeze it over like a few days before, so he brings himself back in time underneath the frozen ice. So he yep. does like a uh, genius, he's like
1: caught under
0: there. Oh, uh, so like she comes up with sick ideas like that with the pressing the phone at the right, like yeah, she put, like a zombie hand over that the one, phone send button. I even love
1: how she's like, that one was such a huge gamble. Yeah,
0: let me explain it. She puts the zombie hand over the phone send button and then has the sun melt
1: the finger. Um, the expansion of, like, rotting cells. Yeah, like, yeah, until, like, like so it would hit
0: send on the phone, like, an hour later, so Kiyoyo mm-hmm. was watching her like a hawk, so she can have the text sent for her alibi without him. Yeah. Sick. Like, just a bunch of really genius, well-thought plans that, like, you can't really poke many holes in, and, like, it, you, you don't see it coming, and you're, you're impressed by the by this
1: pink-haired girl. Yep. I was very impressed by her killing skill. And that cla- glasses copycat morphine dude who dresses I really snazzy? I don't like him. He He scares me, like he really—he scared me before I found out he could take other people's powers too. When he transforms into that, so it's like
0: Rogue from X Men, but like way better.
1: But like no cons, like Rogue and Mystique at the same time. He takes your looks and then he takes your power. It was really scary. Yeah, another mastermind
0: character thrown into the mix. Episode Mm -hmm. nine, like really, shit really turned up in episode nine. That's when he was introduced. Yeah, when you—that's when you find out about like this dark history.
1: Of the island, yeah, and you find company. out there's even more killers on the island than just Nana. Yeah, and these like these people that sent Nana over there, like who are they? Like what what's really going on here? Sweet. From what I'm starting to piece together, that that's just that's some real messed up shit. That's like the Illuminati. Yeah, it's like purest Illuminati. Like they they don't like the X Men, and they think they're like more of a blight than humanity's next step.
0: Yeah, after this glasses guy is introduced, like, I'm thinking the the mind games will never end No, after this guy. He can be a cat. He was the cat mm-hmm. for a minute. We didn't even know it. Michiru just healed strings. him, like, six times. He can, he can be your best friend and have her ability. Like, when he pretended to be Michiru, bro, I was tricked. I was like, holy shit, Michiru was like... She she knew the whole time She's a genius She pulled out a freaking box cutter on Nana And then I got tricked again Like a second later I'm like oh shit It's not even her It's some random guy
1: I thought it was weird When she was like Nana Chan Instead of Sean But I I just brushed that off really quick (laughs) Oh yeah Like I was like Is that what she always said? And then I brushed that off And then I just kept getting fooled by it too And I was like whoa
0: Yeah after seeing that guy's ability I I was like dude Nana has the biggest set of balls Yeah Yeah I would not yeah. be able to trust anything.
1: Like, she doesn't. She doesn't. And that was revealed at the last episode, too. Yeah, that was, like, her battle She of really trust, didn't trying trust. Trying to trust
0: Michiru. Like, her heart wanted her to, but her brain was like, no.
1: No, no. The heart and the brain are two completely different things. Yeah,
0: man. I mean, I really like how the the boring, cliche in protagonist was, like, killed off in the first episode. I thought th- that was yeah. pretty meta. I loved it. He's like,
1: "Uh, I have no powers, and I'm really weird, and I get bullied. Well, you could get bullied off a cliff.
0: I liked him. It's funny, because I like him. He wasn't going to be a sociopath.
1: Um, He wasn't going to be a sociopath like all the other talented kids. Nakajima. That was his name. He was a good kid. (laughs) He had good
0: intentions. What I thought was kind of lazy writing is when the detective slipped. That whole, like, window, leaving your window open to Nana. Yeah. Like, what, what kind of detective lets a little kid know that she helped get her parents killed? Um, that, see, that's.
1: That was either yeah. lazy
0: writing or it's going to be explained later. And it just hasn't been explained yet that he leaked that on purpose in order to brainwash Nana to get her into training. That makes sense. It wasn't s- said, but it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I just couldn't let that I could also slide. see
1: it too. Like, maybe if the detective knew her parents, it's just like, you dumb kid. Those are my friends. But. That feels like too much of a reach. Just like in
0: Moriarty, episode 11, and this episode 11, when Keoya and Nana have to work together to find the <gasps> – oh. oh. Man, I love that type of shit, man. Like when yeah. Ellen and Light have to work together, Moriarty and Sherlock have to work together. It just feels good then coming together near the end, mm-hmm. like make sure that the audience gets to see that once, gets to live that. Just so
1: you know, like, the, the potential. Dreamy. Yeah, yeah. Like, that potential sits there. It's just the paths they've picked in life are so polar opposite that it will never happen again. And I, I, I know that feeling. I like that, too. I think it's really fun. To be honest with you, I want to really watch Nana kill that other dude. I want to watch her kill Glasses Pusher because he I like needs him too. to go. He needs to go. He's like He's like a wild card,
0: exactly. but he's also
1: too calm, and that freaks me out. Like, he's so calm and on top of everything, even though he's got he's his... calculated. Yeah, he's got his finger hovering over the red button at all times.
0: But... Yeah, he's like, I'm going to let you do your little uh, dance for little Isle Nana. Uh,
1: uh-huh. Yeah, he's like, oh, man, he's so smug. And then he hits her with a fireball and leaves her to die, but she doesn't die. And he's like, oh, good, you're alive, so you can do more things for me. I'm like, oh, fuck this
0: dude. It was nice to have someone put Nana in her place on the island. I mean, we all know she's scared as hell of her master. Yeah. She's
1: also scared of the other talenteds. That's like going into, like, a fight with someone you know has much better skill than you.
0: Yeah, but the upper hand she She's always She's just, yeah. She now just plays Deception,
1: does. and, yeah, her whole cover's blown with him. So he gets to do what he wants, and she can't do nothing about it.
0: So I wanted to say something about this, like, uh, Michiru, like, this final scene. Like, when Michiru chooses to save uh, Nana. At, her, mm-hmm. at the risk of her own life. And I thought it was interesting when Michiru, she says, what does she say? Do I have it written down somewhere? Oh, yeah. Well, do you? She's like, I want to save your life because you're a good person.
1: <sighs> and, was- and I'm
0: not. Damn. And I was like, all right, that's pretty cool because, like, Michiru, her idea of a good person was being strong because yeah. she wasn't strong and confident. And Nana's and Nana is the thought, exact opposite. Yeah, Nana thought Michiru was a good person because she was, like,
1: caring and – like She had enemy. no strength to do anything, but yet she was always there to help. So they both had different views of good person. Mm-hmm. And that's what, like,
0: brought them together, like, opposites attract type
1: thing. That shit messed me up so bad when Nana's sitting there, and she's like, I can't even tell her not to do this. Yeah, like, she's just she lost move. so much blood. She's, like, on the verge of going – and she's like, "Please, please stop, please stop! I'm not a good person. I'm a sack of shit." Yeah, and, and
0: at first she didn't she didn't want to kill me, just because she wanted to see if she could possibly revive.
1: She people. even said that too yep. to get her to run. She like legit unleashed the payload. I said that like, "Damn, that was too much."
0: What Michiru did impress me a lot is when she came up with that really cool counter theory to. You know, Nana, the whole time, she thought that her parents' death was her fault for leaving mm-hmm. her window unlocked. But then Michiru was like, this is how good of a friend she is, man. Kind of like Gilda from Problems Neverland. But uh, she's like, you know, I was thinking about, you know, your problems and your childhood. And she's like, yeah, maybe – she's like, I don't think you left the door unlocked. Don't you always leave your stuff all over the ground? You don't remember stuff being on the ground? And then she kind of, like, blew Nana's mind right there. was yeah. like,
1: wait a minute. That, you're making sense. Like, I don't remember stepping on anything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was I impressive that. as fuck.
0: And that yeah. seemed natural. It was expected of her character to do something like it that. It took
1: her like four episodes to think it out. And too. it
0: showed her in distress thinking about mm-hmm. it and her like uh, struggling to like bring it up to
1: her. Which was really nice. That was, was really nice. That is what Nana needed because she It was good writing. She even says it too, she's like, I've never had a friend before. I have a friend now. Someone actually cares. And I'm she, like, Damn. saved her from
0: the shower, watched over her. And as she's watching over because Kiyoya is trying to figure out who this, like, psycho killer is that mm-hmm. he knows isn't Nana. And she's even says out loud, she's like, I could be fucking
1: killing fools right now if I didn't have to watch over your <gasps> sick ass. Uh-huh. Room. Uh, that was that scene, too, that I started to realize Nana's not actually a bad person. It's just her whole life is probably this horrible train wreck. And she's thrown into something out of, like, vengeful guilt. Yeah. And now we can kind of see where season two is going to be going. And it does seem like we can get
0: one mm-hmm. if they, you know, if, it, if all the channels connect, but like the, the master probably brainwashed her into thinking it was, that her, was fault. Like her fault. So she, he could train her with like a crazy Sasuke type focused vengeance. And then, but now she's going to have like a, like a redemption arc. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be two-way. All the students are gonna th- know and think she's the killer. But now she's actually on their side, so she has to convince herself she's good. Now like, he's gonna a- and it like he's gonna, be, gonna be the
1: only one in between them again. Yeah, but this time it's the other way around. They want to kill her. And- it's gonna be all the kids and the students like versus the master when he finally hits the island
0: because he's on his way to the island right now. Yeah, so he's, he, I'm excited for that. He's probably showing up with a SWAT team, dude. I don't know. I think he's. I've seen a lot of pictures of him like from you the have? manga. Ooh, and like he's just like. Just looks like a badass piece of shit. It's like an evil like Yami from Black
1: Clover or something it kinda looks like. Oh that that's yeah. Yeah, I don't even want to think about that. Oh man, I'm I'm I might start reading this now. Oh. So the sad ending?
0: And it had that custom E D, that mm-hmm. custom E ending with the
1: custom uh
0: It was more of an emotional
1: art. feel to it. I like that. I like those touches, man. Me too. Me too. It really helped set the mood that I was already sad about.
0: I did that for Black Clover again, episode 100, and I love that. It was really cool.
1: So yeah, this, you uh, actually did show me that episode too when that yeah, dropped like the next that. day. You're like, "You gotta watch
0: this!" I'm like, "Everybody All right. watch episode 100 of Black Clover. It's so epic, it's so epic, man!" All right, there's a couple unsolved mystery threads that I wanted to go over. That I found online this uh, Monsters and Critics. It's a really cool. They write really cool articles about anime that came out this season. I, I got to shout them out. But the Astral Projection Boy, remember him? hmm Some of the R. Rentaro. Renta- um, R- yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if that was his name, but. No, it is.
0: I got it. Okay. And he was revealed as the killer, but the anime really never explained, like, why Ryuji, the girlfriend, had, like, a bloody tracksuit. Like, that wasn't explained when Kyoya found it. See, so that's Unsolved Mystery. Said. What do you think?
1: I could see him Astral Projecting himself to grab the tracksuit. Smear it on some blood, because that happened at night.
0: If he did that, I feel like they would have covered that when the whole conversation with him. I feel like that's just something we're going to find out in season two, personally.
1: She might be up to—she might have went there, freaked out. Yeah, her name—Ryuji's girlfriend, Fuko, was her name. Yeah. Yeah, she's sketchy as hell. She is sketchy, but I think she's also got some real bad trauma going on, too. Yeah, it's hard to tell. She wasn't introduced until that episode. And it doesn't really show what happens to the Astro Boy, like— does he die? Like we? I don't really. Do we know? I don't know. I have a feeling Kyoya just kicked his ass like Jotaro style. He's like, oh, so he has give me Jotaro vibes. He's he stands there with his like height that's taller than everyone else, looking down from the shadows of his eyes, and he's like, oh, so you're the one causing trouble. And he cracks his fingers and then cracks your nose. That's that's what my guess is. And like we really, we it gives us a little
0: a little taste <laughs> of Nana's. Sensei Yeah Like just enough To get us interested in But if they don't Give us a season 2 I'll be pissed That they even gave us A taste of it You know what I'm saying Like mm-hmm. the way they Introduced him Like they really Like it really seems Like they're gonna be Season 2 And if they don't I'm like why even Bother do that to yeah. us Why come?
1: Especially with that Way they ended it
0: Especially with the way They ended it yeah. So at the end, what I write? So Nana begins her redemption arc, now trying to prove her newfound conviction to the students after stacking all bo- bodies all season. Which is great. I love that. Like Civil War two? Question mark. <laughs> yeah. Like her evil sensei is about to arrive. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be awesome. Her versus him, another Civil War. That's it's gonna be even
1: better, and we already love it. I think it's great. I think this was like a really good watch. I just I want more now because I'm a greedy little greedy little goblin. goblin. Yeah. Gremlin Goblin. Groblin. So
0: I think that might be the sleeper of the season.
1: Oh, hands down. Overall. Was. Hands down. It was. You fight me on it. For sure, Z. So that's that,
0: dude. We got through one of them. Wow. All right. Yeah. We're so
1: good at this. It's Hell like yeah. we, it's like we're trying to do this for real or something. Yeah. I'll do this
0: now. Because I didn't know. I didn't want to do it in the beginning. I didn't want to do it the end. But I got you guys late Christmas presents. No, so we'll Yo, you better don't. You what? better. We'll do it quick because we can't see anything. I'm gonna but vomit. Here, what? you guys can just grab them, and you, you'll I know think. whose is whose. Yo, well, pink, they're both mine, pink, obviously. Pink. You, can, you can just tell me what mine is.
1: Yours is obviously not that. new phone? What is it? Tell him what it is. Yeah. There it is.
0: Oh, it's a little
1: Cosmo keychain. Yeah, it's a oh, Cosmo keychain. And then this other thing is also mine for the computer. I don't have. No.
0: <laughs> what? It's an Asana. What? No, yeah. awesome no, <laughs>
1: is it the thing I sent you? Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Yo, bro. you're really going to get me crying it's on this. card, man, bro. Shut the fuck up. This is a it's play, man. Bro, yeah, it's this brilliant. is my wife. <laughs> <laughs> the panty outline is I impressively cards. detailed. I have cards tonight.
0: <laughs> bro, yeah, like, are you nine.
1: serious, bro? This means everything. This is awesome. Yeah, it's actually high quality.
0: His wife bro, is awesome. Laugh. And I thought
1: that that yo, keychain. Yo, stop
0: looking at her. I thought that cosmic <laughs> keychain I got pink bro. was gonna be smaller, but it's pretty big. No, it's, yo, that's legit, bro. That's legit. From bro. Konosuba.
1: Like that. That. Yeah. I've made this expression countless times yeah. too. Like this. This hits home.
0: Yeah, they were both real cheap, and I was just stacking. Shit on Hey, Amazon.
1: coincidentally, so am I. <laughs> so what are we doing next? We just did
0: one of yours, so we'll do one of mine now. Yeah. I'll do Moriarty, the Patriot.
1: Save the best for last.
0: Good call. Good <laughs> call. So uh, da, 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 production. Oh, oh we t- oh did I mention the studio? that? Did- oh, yeah. Yeah, you Bridge. did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the studio did Moriarty. Production IG.
1: <laughs> Legends. The Coca-Cola. Classic. <laughs> what else have they done? I'm not a studio person, so, like, you're teaching me as oh, you explain we don't have this. Oh, we don't have the screen up right oh, now. I'm telling the police. I'm telling the podcast police. <laughs>
0: so, this ran for 13 episodes. 12 episodes? No, this no. ran for 11 episodes. It's a two-core. Mm-hmm. We're going to get the second core in spring. 13 more episodes. Right now, we only have 11. Which, once again, I want now. And this is the one Damn. we said that ended at a good spot. Mm-hmm. For them to, like, have to pick a spot to do it to. And, uh... Yeah, it was a good stopping point. And the OP
1: is f- epic, man. I love it. I really like the OP, especially when they had that chanting in the background. I really like don't like the
0: vamp-style, gothic, dark, oh, the masquerade. vibes. But, like, this one really is dope.
1: And I really don't like that type shit. I agree. I agree. There's, like, a lot of times I've seen that. And I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. Jack the Ripper, part 17, because this hasn't been done before. Now, they- Moriarty felt actually, like, nice new fresh and original hell yeah dude well said
0: for sure it blew me away it really did it was cool talk about like L versus light vibes two mad lad geniuses dude
1: going yeah. at each
0: other sherlock holmes and his legendary adversary that we know about from the, the stories if you're like a, a sherlock stan but i 100 stan moriarty bro
1: me too i don't think he did anything wrong if i, I think was he's a girl a good man
0: he'd be my husband forever he's a husband forever i don't need to be a girl so uh that is the most woke the ED thing is i've heard. different, dude. The ED, remember that? Yeah, i don't like the ED, honestly. I loved it. i, I first wait. of all you can't find this shit anywhere. Like the official ED with like the official like art on YouTube and the internet. You no. can find it anywhere. I was trying to post it to to our friends there and shit like that. But uh it's like uh it's the first time the music's out of the era. That music's mm-hmm. like of this time. It's like EDM, it had, it was EDM almost and they're all painting and they're kids because yeah. there's like flashbacks on their kids in this show and uh, I liked the, I thought it was a good touch I loved it
1: I think it's a good song it's, it's happy the vibes song's alright don't get me wrong it's just I don't know it didn't feel accurate for me like yeah that, I
0: think that's what made me like it it's, it was out of place uh, kind of on purpose obviously mm-hmm. oh, it was a risky move yeah it was a risky movie so uh, so, uh it's, a, it's 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 the story of frenemies, yo. That's what this is. Moriarty and Sherlock the frenemies. Yeah, they I are. I really like how they waited until episode 6 to introduce Sherlock
1: to make sure that we get like we grow with our boy Moriarty. Mm-hmm. Like also the fact that they like gave you the whole first half of the show from the perspective of the actual villain of the show yet he's and made him made him look good. They made him look like everything he's doing is completely justified. And a lot of the times it is. He goes for some really shitty people. He's a professional consultant. Yeah. Like, that's his thing. You go to him, and he, he consults.
0: He gets things done for you. But he does it his way. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, like I, him as he, I like to think of him as – I like to think of him as – what did I write? It's funny as hell. Like, Bucciardi, if he killed people?
1: <laughs> a little, yeah, I can see from, it. From uh, – Jojo's part 5. I can see it. He's got the same like posture to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean he's got he's got admirers and mm-hmm. he's got followers like people Ad- he can't let down.
0: Yeah, I mean this story is like it's two respective geniuses and they just actively seek intense trials of like intellect to challenge themselves always. And it's never enough, just always chasing the dragon. The ever elusive dragon of intrigue and passion—you never like, catch the dragon. And
1: I bro. love how much Moriarty like genuinely respects Sherlock. For
0: yeah, it. and that's and like, and they're never satisfied. Like they're—it seems like they're always waiting for something. Mm-hmm. And they finally found it, and that was each other, like yep. the ultimate challenge.
1: Yep. Like, and there's so many times too, like where she, I I sat back and went, "You could have this guy assassinated. You'll never get caught." This is your only threat. Moriarty doesn't. Instead, he, like, legit looks him in the face and goes, Yep, come and catch me. Oh uh, I was God. like, I don't Whoa. even mention that
0: scene yet. Yeah, that scene is so
1: good. You see me post that on the Facebook thing? Yeah. Catch yeah, me I'm glad. if you can. I'm, I'm glad Holmes. you, like, posted that. Because that's, like, my, oh, probably my man. favorite episode. A that, spoilers! That and uh, Dancer on the Bridge. He says that in English? No, no, no. But those are, like, my two favorite episodes.
0: Oh. So... Um. What was I going to say? Yeah, it sounds like some Breaking Bad shit. The way they say each other's names, so epic. They really nailed it. Like Sherlock Holmes and uh, Moriarty. Yeah. Like I'm butchering it, but it does. comes off spec.
1: so nice. Yeah. yeah,
0: I really want some shirt sure, like real Sherlock fans. I want their opinions on this adaptation because it was based. It was loosely based on like an actual story. Actually, the final Sherlock Holmes story. Mm. I have some. Uh, I did some research. That's based. Yeah. Um, but they deviate a lot from it. Like uh, his older brother is not in the in this last story. And uh, I'll get to that when we get to the spoiler part. But cheer uh, yeah. So Moriarty, he's uh, a, a prodigy
1: demigod. He's got Dio energy. Was I right when I said that? Yeah. It's, it's I said Dio that without being a total scumbag for the sake of just being a scumbag.
0: Yeah. He got the Dio vibes.
1: The he's energy. got like the – yeah. Yeah. His, the way he looks at people look he looks at them like they're food
0: <laughs>
1: even though that's not what he's actually thinking it's the blonde hair those scary piercing eyes how intelligent he is compared to everyone else in the room yet he just doesn't care he just does his own thing and he teaches math
0: yeah like i, I like i said i want i want the opinion of like if anyone's out there like a Sherlock fan like like let me know what you think is like the names of the side characters—they were names of people in the other in the books. Like the locations, the plots, the train, the yeah. lo- like a lot of these things
1: were f- taken from the actual Sherlock story. So like, it was probably really enjoyable for a fan.
0: It probably watch. was.
1: It was enjoyable for me. And I'm actually—I'll even say it right now—I'm not a Sherlock Holmes person. I never was either. I didn't even never. know who Moriarty was until the show. And thank exactly. God the show came out because I staying the hell out of this dude. Like, I've heard the name Moriarty before, and I just – I didn't care because I'm not a Sherlock guy. Yeah, he was in the movie with, like, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and shit like that. Which I didn't even watch. (laughs) Yeah, me neither. So, like, then this came out, and now I'm like, oh, boy, it's
0: time to pick up a murder mystery novel.
1: And he's got some Lelouch vibes, bro, from uh, Code
0: Yes, He's an anarchist who wants to topple the social order and eat the rich. Moriarty doesn't simply want to watch the world burn. He lights the match. Exactly.
1: Yeah, for real. And I'm glad he's, like, capable of getting anyone killed, but he only targets the nobles, who, like, really, really deserve it. And they give it
0: really good backstory, showing them as kids for the two Mm -hmm. episodes, episodes two and three. I love it. The first episode gives you a nice, beautiful example of, like, a display of what they're capable of and how they get it done. And they solve a mystery, wrap it up all in one episode. Boom, here you go. Nice bow on it. Episodes two and three shows them as kids. Give proper backstory backstory. You really get the – and it really shines a light on his ideals and like Mm -hmm. what he thinks of the rich. And just already him gaining – like all these side characters, I feel like they're not even characters, not even his friends. They're just his followers because he's just so based.
1: His brother is his brother. And I forget the name of – I forget the name of the actual Moriarty kid.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I forget. I feel like it's – Master something.
1: I feel like it's William, but I know it's, it's not. not.
0: William is Moriarty. William yeah, James Moriarty. Yeah.
1: it's
0: yeah, master something. We'll just call him master boy. Green. Green eyes.
1: So he's the
0: he's the only true Moriarty. Yeah. The others were adopted, yeah. which was really cool. Oh, man. I don't want to spoil it, but, like, shit, dude. They do some Promise Neverland type shit in, the first, in those two
1: episodes, and it's really Like, epic. I want to know what he was thinking when he went through with that. Like, <sighs> him. I
0: love him him alone
1: dude. yeah like i want to know what his thoughts were about all that because everything he did there that was some high risk nonsense that was crazy to me yeah what did i right i crazy. said kind of
0: reminds me of Bucciar- if he was ruthless with more of a lelouch type mindset and i'm wondering how exactly that similar that like philosophy is and it's probably just I just got off like a Code Geass binge, like that's all I did Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Like I didn't even see anybody, I just watched Code nice. Geass, and then uh, the the O what are they called? The OVA's the OVA after that, which is really dope, and yeah. uh, and it scratched that itch Moriarty. So like, it's for all you listeners out there. If, like you know, if you re- if you stand Code Geass, like Moriarty will scratch that itch for you. It did for me, mm-hmm. and it's cool because there's no zero comedy in this show. No, but like I like it like that. It's like it's, it's, it feels real. It's a committed project. It's, mm-hmm. you, we can respect it,
1: like how Full Metal Alchemist always has like those moments where like Ed's screaming and they're drawing Chibi, and Alphonse has like eight cats stuffed in his armor, and somebody's getting hit with a wrench. Now Moriarty. Now that you really. Now that you just mentioned it, I really it's zero comedy, man. None of that. Nothing like that at all, and. I got even, like, a little more found respect for it that I didn't need to have up until you said it. Because I never thought about it. So it's, like, an actual serious work of art. So, um,
0: in the original works, like, the actual novels, like, written, like, freaking late 1800s and shit, uh... Moriarty has like an evil organization, super secret evil organization. I like how they adapted it into his family in this yeah. one. I think that was sweet. And they gave it, like I said, in the first couple episodes, they gave it proper backstory. It's mm-hmm. really good. Uh, I really like that adaptation. Um, yeah. And then episode six, Sherlock's introduced. And that was, dude, then uh, Dixons was over when we watched it. Okay. When I was watching episode six, and thank God, we were both so hyped when it happened. That staircase scene. I was figuring was out who so that cool. was
1: quickly, too. Like, when he's like, oh, yeah, you're looking at the staircase, so you must be a mathematician because... And then once he goes on to him, I'm like, oh, okay, Sherlock. <laughs> like, jokingly. And then as the conversation kept going, I went, fuck, I hate it when I'm right. His name is Master Albert, remember? that was his Albert, name. thank you. Yeah. Yeah. The Dude. oldest son. Yeah, I want to know what Albert was thinking when he chose the lifestyle he chose. I really want to know more of what was going through his head because that was a huge leap. That was huge. So if you can
0: make it up to episode six and see Moriarty meet Sherlock, you're sold
1: on the show mm-hmm. by then. If you can make it up to there, like that shit will grab you. It'll captivate you by then for sure. Episode five is actually what did it for me. That was with the, uh, the dancer on the bridge. That was honestly might have been my least favorite one. That one that one made me feel like like the really only one I obs- didn't like. That one hurt me in a way I'm like, damn. It's like Romeo and Juliet, but worse. This hurts. Oh. Spoilers. But after that I was like, We we really need a whole nother season. I said it then. I didn't even yeah. finish the first season. I love it, dude. It.
0: I love this feeling that like we know for a fact, absolute, we're getting thirteen more episodes in the spring. Ah. Oh. It's so good to say. Mm-hmm. I just hate when shows split it up like that, like half and half. Yeah, they're taking that. At least they're not splitting. Well, I guess they are. At least they're not doing like splitting a season in half. Yeah. At least it's a two- It just makes you wait. It's doing. like the cliffhanger. It's like, why? Why? Is yeah. it, it's not necessary. Let's finish the show. Yeah, we're being, you know, now we're grateful for shit like this when we sh- shouldn't be. But, you know. It is how it is.
1: I ain't grateful. 2021, how I live be, to be a yo. toxin this year. I ain't grateful for shit. Give me the rest of the show.
0: So back to this episode six staircase scene, yo. Yo, remember, the, like, you know what the, what is that thing called? The golden ratio, the Fibonacci yeah. spiral?
1: We always see that meme. The part it's, seven. It's it's a, it's like that snail thing, that mm-hmm. math snail thing. That no matter how you look at it, it will be a perfect circle. Is that what it is? It, the rotation never changes its degrees. Okay. So, like, it will spiral for infinity if you zoom in on it infinity so
0: Sherlock has all these girls are just like around Sherlock like and he's guessing everyone's profession Mm -hmm. just by looking at them using his deduction skills and this is the first time like it it starts to like show how Sherlock solves things geniusly through like kind of like physical evidence and tells and stuff like that and Moriarty takes a more psychological approach yeah yeah So you get, you saw it on the train episode too. Yeah. I mean, this is the first time where Moriarty has, I mean, they're asking Sherlock to guess people's professions just by looking at him and he's nailing it and he's impressing these girls and he's about to just get laid 17 times. And then Moriarty walks by and and he sees him look at the staircase and he takes it. And then he just calls him out for being a mathematician and Moriarty's taken back. He's like, whoa. Not he's like, bad. all right. He's like, I can tell. You took a step back to look at the stairs. When you weren't looking at the stairs and how beautiful it was, you were looking at the foundation of it and how it was made in the Fibonacci spiral. And then Moriarty's like, oh, okay. And then Moriarty claps back, dude, with a multi-hit combo. Yeah. And he's like, oh, let me try your game. And then he calls out Sherlock all psychologically. He's like, to call, to, calls him out for his dialect and like t- tells him that he takes pride in being like on his mother's side and like that he plays the violin and... And then he kind of just doms him out right there. Yeah. And it made me so proud. And Sherlock loved that dude. Yeah. He Sherlock gets that. off on that he shit. He was like,
1: yeah. A challenge. New challenge. This guy's, he knows. He's a real one.
0: Yeah. He goes, now then, permit me, permit me to do the same with you. Oh. Yeah. That's stupid ass fancy
1: oh, wording. fucking love Moriarty so much. I don't care. He's really cool. He's really cool. At first, like, when you're like, oh, I'm going to pick this one, I laughed at a lot of your picks this season. I was like, (laughs) yep. (laughs) And then it turned out you didn't even have the worst. You had, like, some of the best. Hell yeah, that's right. Yo, I love how...
0: Like you said, uh, Sherlock got excited, then he starts calling him Liam instead yeah. of William James Moriarty. He's
1: Liam. He yeah. just gives him a nickname. He's just like – he realized like – he's like, oh, this is my friend. Your you guys think because so he's fun. a
0: friend or you think he's kind of like
1: being a smartass to antagonize and to like make I sure he's challenging I think he them. genuinely like cherishes William's Mori- William Moriarty's presence like to the point of like that's his best friend. Watson's just his creepy little goonie, but I Moriarty Watson. is his best friend. I hate Watson. I'm glad because I thought I was the only one sitting there going, who is this little creep show with a cane? Really I hate this
0: guy. Mong. He's a corn muffin, dude. He's a
1: f- effing square. <laughs> he ain't even a square. He's like an obtuse shape. He ain't even got a full shape. He's an L7 weenie. <laughs> He's so a like super weenie. The junior.
0: side characters. this I don't know if I want to complain about this because I love Moriarty and I like Sherlock and I, I wouldn't want to give up any of their screen time, mm-hmm. but I the side characters like they're just like I feel like they're just inserted for no reason. They're doing so much cool shit in the OP,
1: yeah, swanging swanging weapons and like firing off eighteen pistol rounds yeah. in some dude's chest while hitting somebody else with a rifle. It's it, like whoa, I don't
0: know. Like I know their names are inspired from characters and I'm glad. Like it just feels like they were inserted and we didn't really need them. No And then Watson comes in Episode 6 Gets more screen time Than all of them Within like two episodes And he's freaking annoying I'm like I want to see more of like Moriarty's little organization Or family mm-hmm. Like Luis and, and the sniper dude And Moran Moran Yeah And then the yeah. dude The master disguise dude Um oh, my God. I don't know their names I don't care about them But I, I know their names are inspired name. Frank
1: It's like Frank or something That would Honestly. be funny Yeah I laughed when I saw his name too Because it reminded me of you So I think it is Frank but um, like, I was so intrigued by Moran. I was like, "Whoa, this guy's cool. He's the real cool dude of the group." And then you only see him like play cards and shoot a gun. And I'm like, "Oh, all right, thanks. This is this is him the whole show." I liked how Luis,
0: his little brother, Moriarty's little brother, the sickly one, mm-hmm. uh, he he gets he legitimately gets mad and jealous of uh, Sherlock and Moriarty's relationship. And it straight up, says like, "You're just being too cheeky." He's mad at him for being too cheeky. Yeah, I thought that was great. Like someone actually like, using cheeky in a serious way. Mm-hmm. Like this motherfucker. That, is being he ain't wrong though. That Sherlock. is a good.
1: That is a good accurate. I guess it okay. is, dude. It's yeah. just
0: kind of maybe. LOL.
1: Sherlock. He is a little cheeky bastard.
0: Yeah, just being so serious and saying cheeky, and like like I said, like I'm personally not interested in like these old school London vibes. So it feels so good to be back in that, like, bright, tranquil office where the top hat chads do cult shit and sip tea.
1: top hat. <laughs> yeah, they are top hat chads. Yeah. Yo, you, you ever notice, though, Luis doesn't wear a top hat? I don't know. That's not his style? No, it's not. He wears a hat, though, doesn't he, he? he? It's a bowler hat. Ah, I see. And I think someone else the mentioned, too, recently, too, that, like, top hats are viewed as, like, the tip-top of society, and bowler hats are, like, the next step below it.
0: I see, that makes sense, like, I
1: like that okay. Also, um, Luis also dresses less nice than like Albert and William
2: mm-hmm.
1: So I don't That makes a lot of sense though I don't know what his role is And that gives him like a real mysterious vibe to him
0: And he's he's lethal as shit, he's like an assassin for He real.
1: wants the blood like, Everyone around Moriarty,
0: they like his family and his friends But they're really like his hit squad yeah. Like professionals, fuck
1: Except Albert. He's he's the one who doesn't go in and smash somebody's he's, head open. He's like the face of them. Like yeah.
0: If, if they need to show face anywhere, like when they're on the boat and stuff like that, like he's the fancy – he's yeah. like the get-out-of-jail-free co- get get, get, get out of jail free He's car. the one who
1: talks to the nobles yeah. while you guys go burn he's so down a house. So smug and smart. Oh, I love that dude. No, he's, he's one of my favorites out of the whole cast. Yeah, yeah. I just wish I remembered his name without you having to tell me. Yeah, I forgot
0: it too. There's this awesome quote right here. Uh – Man, it's so cool! After Moriarty uh, tests Sherlock, uh, I'll get to that in the spoiler warning after after I say this. But he's like, "From here on out, he will be taking on the role of solving the crime drama that we will be staging on the streets of London. Further, he will be our leading man who shines a light into the darkness of this world." That's what Moriarty says about mm-hmm. Sherlock. So he basically is just like narrating the story for us right there, like in one quick quote. He's like, this guy's gonna be solving all the drama that we're gonna be starting, but he's not mad about it. He's like, this guy is gonna be shining the like. This guy has the same goal as me, but we're going at it at two completely different ways. It's like doing two tasks at once to get the same result. Yeah, but Moriarty's killing people, and he's going at all psychologically, Mm -hmm.
1: and he's being ruthless. And Sherlock's going by the book, doing the right thing, getting hard evidence, playing by the rules, Mm -hmm. not like completely by the rules because. If you're going to hard, if you're going to do some of like the murder solving that Sherlock Holmes goes through, I feel like you need to break a few rules, pull a few breaking entries and to get the evidence you need. Yeah, petty stuff. Yeah. But Sherlock does it the right
0: way. I like another quote that Moriarty says when he helps that one dude avenge his, his son that got killed and then he, he just leaves him in the in the alleyway with the dude so he can kill him and he walks away and he's like, "Make it quick. I've one cigarette left." <laughs> Ooh, you fucking badass, dude. Make it quick, he's got a no little cigarette left, dude. Daddy, chill. <laughs> Daddy, so, chill. So, a uh, spoiler warning, Jeeves. What the hell is that Spoilers? even Spoilers! <laughs> what the hell is even that? Yeah, <laughs> what the hell is even that? <laughs> oh. Spoilers! I'll go right back to this one. Moriarty tests Sherlock. Holy moly, man. This was so cool. By framing him as a murderer... He forces him to solve a mystery while detained. Yeah. So cool. And this shows how highly Moriarty thinks of himself. Because he sees Sherlock as his possible potential adversary, you know, someone to, like, mm-hmm. solve his boredom and stuff like that, like a potential equal. So he's like, eh, if, if I could do it, he could probably do it. So let's frame him as a murderer, like have, hire someone to kill somebody right Right, Sherlock's name and blood. So he's being arrested. He's sitting in the jail cell, and he has to solve his own crime.
1: Which he didn't even sit in the jail cell long. And while he he was was testing his skills
0: as a detective, he was testing his ideals at the same time by forcing him to either – forcing the ultimate ultimatum onto him, especially for being Sherlock. Kill this dude and find out who the mastermind is or spare his life and never find
1: out. Mm Mm-hmm. And which and was really cool because that puts – if you think about it, that puts Sherlock in such a huge, huge dilemma because he could, with his own hands, kill a man and mm-hmm. then stop all this future crime or continue doing things the right way and just have more trouble later on. Not even for the, for the cause of, like, stopping all the future crime.
0: This – it's like – a dark addiction that he has like he needs to find out who this my- like I mean, he can't solve an, a mystery like he gets depressed. it haunts his head you can see yeah. it in that one scene like it like he has bad dreams about it and stuff like
1: it's driving this dude crazy if he can't find out who this mastermind is that framed his murder he's like seeing the guy's face in the smoke too saying go on pull the trigger you get to figure out who did it yeah like he's got the he gun ha- in his hands he's like sweating he's like what if I did
0: Mm-hmm. And Moriarty knew what he was doing when he forced that upon him. And so, like I said, he was testing his detective skills and testing, like, what kind of man he was at the same time.
1: I had so, so much respect for him on that. Yeah. So much. I don't know if I could have made that, that same choice. I might have actually sat back and took, like, that horribly moral, moral gray route and go, well, if I kill this guy, there's going to be a whole lot less murders in the future. So, Sherlock proves
0: his current ideals when choosing not to shoot the suicidal hitman guy. Mm Because the guy was going to die either way. Yeah. He was sick as hell. But then Watson was ready to shoot Sherlock if Sherlock shot the dude. So, that shows Watson's ideals as well right there. Yeah. Which, Watson's an effing square. And then we already have a good idea of uh, Moriarty's ideals from the first two episodes. You know, how he wants to topple society and eat the rich and shiz like that. And, uh, but, but we know, like, Moriarty plays by different rules, and, like, it doesn't really show exactly what those rules are, and I'm curious of, like, what exactly those are, or if
1: he has any, or if they'll change. I think his rules are, like, simply put, just if you have all this money and influence, don't use it picking on the low class, or you're going to get picked.
0: I'm thinking, like, is he willing to throw his family, his little organization, his friends under the bus for his things? Is Moriarty that type of guy? Like, he might be.
1: We don't know yet. Well, the way they dis- they drew him in the book in episode one was like,
0: "Oh, tell
2: me a story, dude."
1: That was he so looked cool. like the type of person who would. That was a
0: one for one cropped photo from that story. That story the kid was reading in the introduction. I have it like no right way. here in my nose. Yeah, that was a a straight-up image from the original novel in, like, 18-something. That's something. amazing. Yeah. That's really And the cool. name of the book is the name of the what they adapted this story yeah. from, the final solution,
1: the final problem. I, th- sure, I don't I have I, it right I, here. I'll get to it in a yeah. second. But That's that That's amazing. Dope. I didn't know that. I thought they just drew that up, like, to sketch some ugly old dude who does a lot of evil things.
0: Yeah, I first want to talk about that, uh, like, your, the dream, because that, see- that was a weird scene. That was a weird scene. Like, uh, Sherlock, like, having that dream with the smoke, and he plays the violin. Yeah. There's a weird take on it. But, uh, so he has a dream about killing, like, you know, he regrets not killing the guy, or it's just, like, grass is greener on the other side yeah. syndrome. Like, he's like, what if I killed him? Like, I would know, I wouldn't be haunted by this mystery right now. Like, everything I do seems so mundane, because I know there's this giant... Mystery out there waiting for me to solve it. He's got and pe- I missed my chance.
1: Yeah, you I forgot. Like, he had, like, lines of people in and at his house, like, around the block trying to get things solved. And he doesn't care about He's it depressed in his room. Uh-huh. Just, like, like, going nuts. Chaotic so- chain smoking. Violin string breaking.
0: Yeah, so this scene's, like... It's up for interpretation for sure, man. Like, he leaves the cigarette burning and plays the violin, so the whole room fills with smoke. It's pretty cool animation. It's a little different.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's like
0: a dream state animation kind of. It makes me want to think it is. And then, boom, he shoots the gun in his room. And you'd think he's going crazy because he, like, shoots the gun yeah. to shoot the guy. Like, in his dream, like, I should have shot him. But then you realize, like... Oh, he actually really did shoot it. there's like, like, he's nuts. But then he realized that he shot the gun on purpose because he knows the sheriff is downstairs getting yeah. a haircut. And he knew he'll run upstairs because he uh-huh. had a question for him. And, and you're like, why, why, why is he doing all this shit? And then his voice is all deep and serious. And he goes and it's very different. And he asks the cop, you know, of any aristocrats that have been killed lately? And then you're like, oh, shit. That's his first clue. He's coming uh-huh. on the Moriarty. Oh, man, that was a really cool, like, sequence of scenes that all built up on each other, and it really
1: caught me off guard. I was so, like, yeah, when he's aiming the gun in the dream state, and, like, you could see he's, like, really wanting to do it, and then all of a sudden they, like, show the outside of the building from, like, the ground level, like, the street, and you just hear, I was like, whoa. So and then it's like
0: it's, when, he's like showing him crazy, like him being crazy. But then it's like, oh, wait a minute. He's like still being genius about it. Yeah. Like he's still being logical in the real world. He walks a fine line. It's really cool. He does. The gunshot rang true in both the surreal daydream and the logical world. Like Sherlock interrupted the fusion of the two worlds by shooting the gun, like like kind of like snapping a rubber band on your wrist to like. Break bad habits Like mm-hmm. he like Scared the demons Of like temptation away Like back to where He like trained them To be his whole life Cause like if Sherlock Grew up differently He'd probably be Just like Moriarty But he yeah. had some like Strong influence From his mother Obviously as like Moriarty pointed out Right So that was They Short scene They really Did a lot right there For me as a viewer For like to, For me to like Paint a picture Of who I think Sherlock is How different he is From Moriarty
1: i I really like sherlock holmes and this is as i said coming from someone who never gave a half a crap i always thought it was just really stupid before that my favorite interpretation of sherlock holmes was the great mouse detective oh we go going there yeah yeah that was it yeah, fuck Stuart little
0: yeah fuck him <laughs> i
1: had to say it i wish moriarty would get him too
0: so when i was so hyped on this confrontation on the boat the staircase scene that was re- that really blew my face off
1: this confrontation on the train, that was amazing. That was that topped it, bro. They really solved the crime within forty-five minutes, and it was because they had the best mastermind. Well, this and is the, the best. i talking detective. about them
0: working together. I'm talking about the confrontation on the train. I think this happened before that. Where, where he says, "Like, catch me if you can, Mister Holmes." That. Was that before? It doesn't really matter. But I'd we'll talk about that first because that's the confrontation. Okay. It was an epic scene. Like I said, it topped that scene that already blew my mind that sold me on the show. The, just from the freaking body language of these chads sitting across from each other. Mm-hmm.
1: It and was the, before.
0: It was before. I and they now. both are weary of each other. Like Moriarty already set Sherlock up and Sherlock's trying to figure it out. And this is after Sherlock gets that one hint where he's like, Has, have any aristocrats been killed lately? Like he's starting to get on his trail, mm-hmm. and Sherlock bluffs, dude. And he's like, and he's like, I talked to the guy when he went to the jail, and he told me who his benefactor was—the guy that he didn't kill—and mm-hmm. if he killed him, he would have told him. And he said, "You were his benefactor, weren't you, William James Moriarty?" And he points the finger guns at him. He's like, "I gotcha." And he's like leaning back, all,
1: all suave. And then, Mor- and then Moriarty and- – and Luis is bugging out. Oh, my God. He-, he looked not only scared but scary. Like he's like, oh, shit. Game's off. I, like I got to kill him. I'm
0: going to kill him right now. This scene was hair-raising, dude, because Moriarty's st- still straight-faced, stone-cold, super chill Dio style. And-, and it doesn't show Moriarty's monologue, like what he's thinking right here. I like how they do this. It shows Lu- what Luis is thinking. Remember that? Luis is like, yeah, oh, shit. If he did this, then that means this. So that means he's calling out Moriarty on this bluff. And Mori- he got Moriarty in the corner because if Moriarty does this, he's going to know that. But if he does that, he's going to know this. And he's like, how is he going to get out of this? I think that's kind of like a Sherlock Holmes trope where they don't like—they don't really explain how everything's done until the- it's actually yeah. solved until the end. And I like how they stay true to that. Like oh. any Sherlock fans could confirm that for us. Like not revealing your cards until it counts. Like they kind
1: of showed that right there. Oh yeah, because the way Moriarty deflected that with the "Catch Me If You Can" is that what you would like me to say? Yeah. Did, well, right here before him... he says that, he goes,
0: "I'm joking. I'm joking." <laughs> that would be a case of Probatio Diabolica, which is I'll explain that later. That's uh, that's like literally what happens in Breaking Bad. Like everything you're saying is just giving me Breaking uh, Bad vibes. Yeah, Probatio yeah. Diabolica means like, uh, if you don't have enough, you don't, you can't make uh, have any evidence to prove that the devil exists, but the lack of evidence. Proves that you can't disprove that he mm-hmm. exists, so that's what Sherlock's like. Ah, I could never prove it. Like I'm just joking, and then Mister Holmes is thinking. I mean, uh, not Mister Holmes. Moriarty's thinking, and then he leans back, dude. He puts his throws his arm over the back of the chair, throws his leg over, and he's like, "Catch me if you can, Mister Holmes." And then the music s- picks up. It's like, nay, nay. Yeah. and then Sher- Sh- Sherlock's face, his whole his grin lights up. Like he just saw like the greatest thing in his life. And, and and
1: and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? The way he even says like, is that what you would like to hear from me? Yeah. And then it's- like, it's a long pause. And he says that after
0: he says that like 10 seconds later, he's like, does that satisfy you to hear me say that? Yeah. Mr. Detective.
1: Wow. Like that, that so it was the smug. same thing. It was, so he confirmed it, but also didn't. It was like exactly what Sherlock wanted to hear without telling him the truth. Yeah, Sherlock leans back, starts laughing hysterically. He's like, I freaking love you, Moriarty. knew I uh-huh. love you. He's like, Liam. And
0: then Moriarty's like, I can see my joke was well received. I'm like, these freaking
1: masterminds. They're so yeah. good. That <laughs> scene was dope, dude. This is freaking bad. I remembered like that actually happened like before the whole like event on the train with the murder. Because I remembered like Watson was being a little little shit baby and being all pouty and that's when uh he locked shit himself baby. yeah, when he locked himself in the room after kicking out Holmes. Oh yeah. And then Holmes went to go eat and that's when he saw them. That's what made me remember it. So that final scene, man, I think, like
0: I said, like they had to pick a spot, and they picked a good spot. They did. it introduces Mycroft Holmes, and any Sherlock fans out there know that that is Sherlock Holmes' older brother who is more, who's better than him in every way, apparently, right? Uh, I personally don't know. Oh, yeah, he is. That's known in the older stories, and this story is actually, let it know. It's confirmed. Um, He's introduced to be working for the Queen.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So Sherlock's some, like, uh, Blue collar type, down to earth dude, on the streets, grinding, helping the average people as the a P. consultant. Yeah. Yeah, kinda like Moriarty. And his his older brother's like some like big wig like government detective official pulling the, the strings. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's smarter than Sherlock. And uh it's crazy wrench they threw in there. Like are Moriarty and Sherlock going to work together to try and take out Mycroft? Is Mycroft going to work with Sherlock to take out Moriarty? Like, is it going to be, like, a three-way battle? Like, how is the second quarter going to go? Like, See, I'm interested as I hell. was
1: blown away when they just introduced the queen. That was like, whoa, we're going straight for the queen. We're skipping the rest of the nobles, going to the queen. Okay.
0: I, I didn't even think it was about the queen. It was just to show that that's how, that's how freaking smart Mycroft Holmes is. Mycroft Holmes is, like— He's working for the and queen. Yeah.
1: Like, he, he's the goat. I didn't even think about that at
0: first. So right here, when, I, when I'm talking about the first scene with the little kid, there's like a little kid named Eli. I don't know if that means anything. And he's reading the book, and his butler's like, give me that book, you freaking oh otaku. Oh, my God. Yeah. What's up? It's a reference called The Book of Eli.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. All right, go. <laughs> yeah, give me your Bible, boy.
0: He's reading the book called The Final Problem. And that's what this was adapted after—Sherlock Holmes, the final problem, where oh. him and Moriarty have a final face-off. And spoilers. Oh, the spoilers! I think we already got into the spoilers, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. All right, swag. But uh, they kill each other
2: mm-hmm.
0: in that in that original novel. When yeah, was it written?
1: I spoiled that for myself, actually. 1893
0: I I is when one it was written. Damn. It was published in a magazine in uh, the UK. What's that? The, uh, the Strand magazine. Uh, so, so, I'm like, all right, and the train scene is similar because I read a synopsis of the, the original Final Problem. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of similarities. So, if we do see them visit, what is it called? The Reichenbach Falls in Switzerland? I know exactly where this story is going. Shit. So.
1: Shit.
0: But. The introduction, introduction to Mycroft Holmes was not in the, the Adventures of the Final Problem, the original thing at all. So like this adaptation isn't like one for one. Okay, So I really don't know where it's going to go, but I
1: think that's interesting. Well, hopefully they like improve on the original. That'd so be this nice. kid is
0: reading the, the original work, which is really cool. It's like a self it's like meta dude. Yeah.
1: It's like when Deadpool reads Marvel Comics, I get you.
0: Mm-hmm. So the story set in 1891 introduced Holmes' arch enemy, the criminal mastermind, Professor James Moriarty. Conan Doyle, he's the writer, later ranked the final problem fourth on his personal list of the 12 best Holmes stories ever. Damn. So that's what this adaptation is. This adaptation has been done quite a few times, but I really don't think it's been done like this before. Uh, The final problem was intended to be exactly what its name says. Conan Doyle meant to stop writing about his famous detective after this short story. He was done. He felt that Sherlock Holmes' stories were distracting him from more serious literary efforts. And that the killing off of Holmes was the only way to getting his career back on track. I must save my mind for better things, he wrote to his mother. Even if that means I must bury my pocketbook with them. So... Yo, was, I
1: respect that, though. That's wild, right? That is that that is impressive. That's commitment to what you want to do in your life. And what I wrote is
0: the anime is already deviating from the final problem, the original one, by introducing Mycroft. Although the train played a big part in both stories, let's see if the same if it's the same for the Reichenbach Falls in Switzerland. That would tell me a lot for the anime. I'm sure Sherlock may know exactly what I'm talking about, which they do. I just mentioned that. But I thought that was super-duper interesting.
1: That is. Because I didn't know anything about the original one. So now knowing that Mycroft comes in and he's not supposed to just be introduced like that. That does a lot for really us. That's really yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we know exactly what's going to happen. Like anything could happen. All y'all Sherlock people going, oh, I know the murder mystery already. Now you ain't no shit. Yeah. You're just as confused as we are now. Hopefully more. Moriarty, man, serious hitter. Mm-hmm. I could agree on that. I stay in him heavy, dude. I stay
0: in him and Kyoya Onidera from talentless nana they're
1: they're both really well done characters yeah, so I, love them. I need stickers of them <laughs> uh, i need body pillows and stickers yeah you know, speaking of body pillows you just want to do elena next <laughs> i just want to simp on the night witch well we did no, we'll go back to one of yours uh, yeah yeah we'll do akadama good Oof. thought
0: man elena body pillow oh my that's priceless <laughs> That's priceless, dude.
1: <laughs> they made Elena
0: the ultimate waifu on purpose.
1: She she really does have good waifu vibes. I feel like, yeah, all right, we'll talk about Akudama now. <laughs> yeah, go do my other waifu of the season. Who, Swindler? I loved Swindler. Or was it I Doctor? Re- no, doc- <laughs> no. I looked at Doctor and went, damn, girl, you trouble. So
0: Akudama Drive, what was the studio that did this? Studio Periot. Yeah. That's right. The developer. It's an original work. Mm -hmm. It's an original, man. And it bangs. This is high-quality shit. Really impressive. Beautiful. The soundtrack's awesome. The OP is, I'm so sorry, guys, but it is horrible. It's so bad. It's so bad, it makes me so mad. I don't give a damn.
1: Oh, every time a new episode started, I'm like,
0: God damn
1: it. (laughs) No, the song sucked, but I really liked the visuals for the OP. A lot of people love this, like, instant classic, like, bang. I've heard that a few times, too, and I'm like, I don't think it's, like, that great. If the OP was great, you would have been right there, man. I would have been right there with them. It was really good, but I, I would rather just play Dog and Romp again, honestly.
0: So, this studio, Studio Period, is also known for Naruto and Naruto Shippuden.
1: Oh, It's successor, like
0: Boruto. Uh, they also did, like, Tokyo Ghoul. They did Legend of Korra. So, we're familiar with that shiz. The manga began releasing chapters every month in July. So, we're starting to get a manga now. Nice. The anime is what hit first, obviously. It's yeah. an original. So, yeah, we're getting a manga, which is cool. So, like, all you people are, like, super fans. Like, if you want a little bit more context to the story, like, it's happening. I that's, mean, like, they started in July, so, like.
1: That might be where they drop, like, the full ending, too.
0: There is a director's cut yeah. ending that's different. Uh, yeah. it's, it, it's not different. It just adds more shiz to it. I think there's a final boss fight between boss, the, 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 boss the lady. gym teacher lady.
1: <laughs> the gi- the she gi- does kind of look like.
0: <laughs> like an evil gym teacher. And, uh, and uh, Courier. I, s- I think they have a final fight in, in the director's cut. should be cool. Which so be uh, cool. let me get some of this meta info down. So the writer, Kazutaka Kodaka, the original creator of Danganronpa, mm. wrote the script. That's what made you love it, huh? And the yep. Danganronpa artist, Rui
1: When we When we were looking at the PVs, too, that's what I said. I'm like, I know this art style. Yeah. I've, I've played three games of this art style. Yeah, so the art style and the writer, the mm-hmm. artist and the writer. Once I found that out, I went, oh, this is going to be good. It's important for a lot of people really to know, Mitch. A lot of people love Ropa, right? Mm-hmm. I do not know anything about that train. Great. It's amazing. It's a fun game, and it had a lot of the same vibes, too.
0: Speaking of vibes, dude, Tomohisa Taguchi, the director, best known for directing Persona 3 and 4. Twin Star Exorcist and uh, 2017 Kino's Journey, so like you love that Persona stuff too, right? Is it similar vibes to Danganronpa, Ropa, like video game type? Like, I
1: only played Persona Five, uh, so I wouldn't I call myself a Persona fan. Um, no, I don't see quite the same vibes in Persona as I do in like Akudama and 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 It's different oh. than that. Basically, what I'm getting at is it's got a but it's got an all-star team, yo. Yeah. For an original work.
0: Yeah. Like, that's a recipe for some bangers, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, come on! Like, if they mess this up, that would be impressive. That's why I'm kind of not that blown away. But I'm I'm, I love the show. I'm glad I watched it. I think it's great. Me too. I just think the season really slapped for me personally. So I can't just like put this on a pedestal There's a lot of them that are up there There was a lot
1: Like it was funny too Because I was like looking at it am like ah oh, there's a lot of good stuff And then we started looking at like the winter That's coming out And I'm mm-hmm. like oof Fall 2020 really was just that good Yeah man Yeah
0: I thought we were crazy and like amateur And like not smart about saying and that over like oh we jumped the gun but, like no we were fucking right yeah. Huh? We knew what we were talking about We just didn't know we knew Yeah bro Which is just... So proud of us so, um, there's this dude, Patrick Fry, from Monsters and Critics, what I, uh, like I mentioned before. He, he gave me a bunch of this meta information I want to I wanna let you guys know. So, the names of the episodes are blatant movie references. The creator also mm-hmm. said they drew inspiration from Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction and Brian Singer's Usual Suspects. One of my favorite jams ever, Usual Suspects. Um, they desired to do a crime suspense like Tarantino in Cyberpunk, which I believe they pretty much nailed. Names were related to like the movie Speed. Remember like the you know?
1: Yeah, I never That was the episode
0: are the, the fast moving vehicle. Reservoir Dogs. There was a traitor yeah. in that episode. Like every episode that was named after a movie was based off like the plot of that movie. Like it was related to it. Really cool little Easter egg shit for for the people, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, just some more passion for us. Like they really put in some passion in this name. And one of my favorite arts of the season for sure, character
1: design's all nailed. So cool. Yeah. All the lines are so crispy. I really, you guys don't know how much I want to just get like a nice piece, like two piece suit and those <laughs> glasses and just hoodlum it up at yeah. a convention. You had the
0: pinstripe purple uh-huh. shit going on? That shit
1: was tight, dude. His, his, the his swirly hair. pomp. Yeah. A lot his of hair detail. was so like messy, yet it looked so nice. And this is coming from somebody who has a pompadour. Like, who are we talking about? Hoodlum. That's right. The one with the I just wanted yeah. to say it. Yeah. Uh, like, it's coming from me, and my pompadour. He had a nice pomp. I, I like, loved it. Yeah, I like how they.
0: All these characters don't have names. No, they Hoodlong, went by their
1: doctor. They Raleigh. went by their like
0: akadama names, like what Boss, they're known for. Pupil, master. Oh, those are all yeah. the bad. But yeah, like everybody, nobody had a name. Like mm-hmm. that was super cool. As for the viewer, for us, make things simple. Mm-hmm. We suck at names. It was oh, cool. Yeah, even the, the the background detail did so much for this anime. The art, man, it really it goes so far. Like it really it made it really immersive. Yeah, like it, the art makes you, it draws you in. Popping colors and like immersive for a cyberpunk show is like pretty impressive because like we're not used to that type shit. It's no. not easy for our brains to get
1: used to that, but it really sucked me in. I loved it. Like the the one who was like the most bland looking courier. Still had a really nice design. I real dude, that's one of my favorite tired guy designs ever. Really? That, I that's mean, funny.
0: obviously he looked tired as shit. I think he was just stressed. Dude, he had like the the bags under his eyes. Yeah. And he had like some weird haircut where it was kind of like some like girl haircut. Hair, yeah, but like it's sad boy. You could still you still had mad respect for him.
1: And yeah, because he did his job. Interesting character. They really nailed him. I feel like I like Brawler a lot, but I also. I love a lot Bro, of the big was dumb idiots cracking me up, yo.
0: So the creators said they purposely created the un- created the unnamed swindler as ordinary person in the beginning. You know mm-hmm. how she didn't gain the title of swindler until no. the very end, but they called her ordinary person. They deemed her that to act as a surrogate for the perspective of the audience, kind of like the Zennies from uh, Dragon Ball Super. Oh, so they called her ordinary person to kind of. Act as the surrogate at, for us, the audience,
1: because yeah. we're ordinary people. Which is what she did well anyway.
0: Yeah, and, like, her reaction to the Akadama is, like, supposed to, like, reflect our reaction to the Akadama. Super cool, cool man. As such, Swindler was purposely given limited lines. That's interesting to know. So they made her talk less because, like, as, you know, the dealers don't talk.
1: You're supposed to, like, self-insert through her.
0: Yeah, like, the fa- what she said, uh, when they're, like, the times t- clicking, the, the times ticking... And they're running out of time. And she's like, I can't swindle anything. Yeah. And that was so cute and funny. It's like this one of the simple lines they gave her. And I'm glad they did. It like, She was so useless
1: in that situation. Yeah. Like many others. But it's like what really the viewer was saying when they were watching. Like,
0: fucking hack something.
1: Hacker, yeah. fucking
0: hack something.
1: Somebody like, do something. She's like, I, I can't swindle anything here.
0: Somebody do something.
1: Bro, Brawler's result for that was amazing. He's like, oh, I can't go
0: through it. Dude, that was so funny. What's, I love Hoodlum like? Is has his arms crossed. Hoodlum and Brawler together, comedy gold. And he's like, I know how to get through it, but I'm going to try and let you figure it out for now. <laughs> and he's like, okay, bro, watch this.
1: I'm going to impress you, Mr. 500-million-year criminal. <laughs> it's like, Hoodlum's just a punk. He's not an Agudama. I love that. They, they had one of the, like the best relationships in anime I've seen in a long time. Cutthroat had like a
0: innocence to him. Even though he was like the biggest psychopath I've ever seen.
1: No, I don't think that at all. He was like I a little childish. Like he knew what he, he was, was doing.
0: I thought he was cute sometimes when he was just like eating marshmallows and shit. Oh
1: yeah, and just like kicking his feet in a blood puddle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was adorable. But, but like
0: no The thing about all the Akadamas is they they were true to themselves. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So like that's what the writer kinda wanted to get through. Like, maybe maybe the whole Akadama is pure. Like that was the about like being honest with themselves, being honest with their feelings, they ignore laws and rules. They just do what their fucking heart is
1: content on, mm-hmm. and that was this is kind of respectable. That's a good way to look at it because now that it's brought up, yeah, yeah. Think about like I'm thinking about all of them. Like, Courier yep. literally just lived up to what he wanted to do. They all did. Brawler, yeah. hoodlum. He was just a hoodlum. It wasn't like he was anything crazy, crazy dangerous, but he just kept doing what he wanted to do. The question is whether the audience will empathize with the crew,
0: or, or not like them because of it. You know, that was cool
1: because it goes either way for depending on your character, depending on what kind of person uh-huh. you are. There's a few of them I sat back and I was like, "Nah, you're a piece of crap. You're a piece of crap." But then there was like a few of the Akadama I went, "You're actually a good person." Yeah, Don't like are change. you going to empathize with the crew as toppling
0: the oppressive rich to bring justice to the poor? Like, there was a lot of hints of, like, political shiz in there. Or would they be turned off by their ghoulish actions?
1: There was really only, like, one, two ghouls throughout that whole crew. The rest of them were kind of just— But for me, it was different. Like, Cutthroat was one of them for you, right? Cutthroat was a ghoul. He was one of, he's my favorite character. He was a ghoul. He's my favorite. You, 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 you hit the nail on the head saying ghoul, man. <laughs> he, that's exactly what he was. He was ooky and spooky. Down to his core. They're already dubbing
0: this as well. We got a dub for it, man. But I was not happy hearing any of that. I'm Especially so
1: Cutthroat's voice actor, bro. You need to see this sub. I'm glad you said that before I looked into it and, like, cried. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm not ready for that. Because I was expecting, like, maybe a dub like they did for um, <sighs> Dog and Rampa. Where, like, the English dub for Dog and Rampa, I really liked. So, good I'm... to know ahead of time before I got my hopes up for nothing. Yeah, you know how like they play the OP,
0: like the epic scene at the end of the anime? I'm like a sucker for that, man. But like when that happened here, I
1: was like, man, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> I love that you hate the whole OP that much. That's uh, amazing.
0: Nightmare fuel.
1: So what's that? What's worse? That or Avatar's bongos and wind flutes.
0: Oh, that, for sure.
1: Really? Yeah. Because I remember you couldn't stand the bongos and wind flutes. So there's, like, it kind of
0: reminds me of Elysium a little bit in that movie. It was condo. It was condo. Oops. There's, like, a poor place, and they all, like, just work and supply for, like, the higher society place. Yeah. But the higher society place is a giant mystery to us Mm -hmm. as the viewer. We never see it, and they kind of explore it, and they try to, like, the whole premise is – The whole plot of the show is to stop these two kids from being delivered to this high society place. Yeah. And we don't know what it is, what it's Um, all about. And we'll explain that, what it is exactly in the spoilers. But the bunny and shark program, dude, that was... I like
1: that. I like that. Freaky. Freaky puppets. There was so much depth to it. And I didn't realize how much depth early on. I'm like, I know this feels important, but like, whatever... And then by the end of the series, when you saw Bunny and Shark, like, I would pause it, sit up, get ready. I'm like, all right, here we go. And then really listen to what they're saying. Very creepy, very trippy. Uh, Almost breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. But didn't. Very much breaking the fourth wall, it felt. Because they're explaining, like, the whole world to you as they're explaining it. I
0: like how every character got, like, their own individual sexy introduction title card sequences. Yeah. And it showed how many years they had, and they did, like, a sweet pose. They had different colors in the background. Big Persona vibes. Big, big Persona vibes. It makes sense. He was the director. Holy moly, dude. That makes a lot of sense. I like how the leaders or, like, the council of, like, the good people, the executioners, literally, like, Zordon from, from Power yeah. Rangers. Just they- a bunch of evil Zordons.
1: They were not good people, even though they're claiming to be good people. And they, like I said, there's some pretty, there's some dark political
0: themes. They don't get too heavy on it. They they nail it just right. Mm-hmm. The power of the people, really cool, and how the government looks at people is just like a number, stuff like that. Yep, I like that. And like, it shows the potential and the power of the people when they can unite and how they can unite and the innocence of like uh, the little girl. Who, you know, if she gets her parents killed for no reason, it really shows a lot of that cool shit. Yeah. And, like, you know, they come in. It's cool, man. Like, instead of there being plot holes, like, they use, like, that whole political background thing to, like, fill in, like, some really cool stuff.
1: I didn't notice it at first, but, like, when when you get to watch, like, the full series through, that's when I started picking up on it. Like, the very end, I'm like, oh, wow. I didn't know how, like, actual political this got. Even though they They kind of had it in your face. They didn't overdo it. No, they didn't overdo it, but they did show it to you a few times. Mm-hmm. And it's very relevant. Speaking yeah. of like, you know, twenty twenty shit, bro. Like that—that's why scary. when I realized it at the end, I was like, "Damn, this really was here the whole time." Mm. So it dude, How about that lunchbox? Dude, the lunchbox was amazing. That
0: was so that cool, was so man. Cool. It's just a lunchbox, dude. You just put the lid on it. You tell it what you want. You take. You open the lid, and it just makes it for you.
1: That whole backpack was really nice.
0: I love, dude, it's so funny. Everyone gets all these, all this crazy cool food and Cutthroat gets marshmallows and he's just eating marshmallows, like in the rain, in a bathtub outside in the rain, like this destroyed town. And he's just like singing, eating marshmallows. And he's like, they're even better when they're covered in blood and they look like brains. And he's just so innocent about it. I was just really thinking about it. I was like, you know what? I kind of want to try some now. It made it sound good.
1: You want to try them in blood while you're at it?
0: If they look like, like, yeah. Yeah, I just want to see what it looks like. Like that was a—he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> you know,
1: I mean, if I was to take the advice of, you know, marshmallows covered in blood, I'd ask him. You—you you got a point there.
0: I just want to see a picture. Touch him. Squish him. Episode six is awesome as well. In this, uh, which one in was this six? Show. How's that? You like my bros tackle? And then he yeah. So probably just picks up Hoodlum, and he's like, how do you like my pros tackle? And he just throws him. him, dude.
1: You, the best is Hoodlum screams, too. <laughs> he screams like he shouldn't be there at all. He's like, <laughs> it's like all horrible.
0: Cutthroat got skills, man. Like, the way yeah. he fights is just, like, so much finesse.
1: He it, don't give a damn. Like, when I think of somebody like cutthroat fighting, I think more, like, animalistic and unhinged. No. He's calculated. Vinesse was smooth. perfectly phrased for that because he slides, like, he just, like, slides in. He, like, deflects shit with the knife and everything as he's already, like, parrying into a stab. It's so, a whoa. It's like if someone had all the skill and talent in the world but never practiced. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. very much so. Kind of like Mugen from uh, Samar Champloo a little bit. A
1: little bit. Yeah, but he was a little more, like. He was a little more practiced, obviously. Yeah. But, Mugen, like, the freestyle Mugen just danced on you.
0: But uh, he used – Cutthroat used the immortal kid as a shield. I thought that was pretty f- cool that they added that in there. Yeah. Really pissed Swindler off. But he's just like, fuck it, YOLO. Like, no, he doesn't care. And no. the kid's like, yeah, I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he stabbed right through him. He's
1: like, oh, man, you ruined my backpack. But, like, I get it.
0: And then, you know, Dr. Sew so herself back together in that episode. And then the brawler versus executioner fighting the rain at the top of the carnival thing with the epic animation <laughs> that was in episode – Episode 6 was a figure, <laughs> yeah. dude.
1: Yeah, I forgot that was episode It started raining,
0: lightning strikes, boom, the Ferris wheel lights up, bang! And then, like,
1: the animation, just a lot of vibes per minute. The choreography in the fight alone was great. That was so great, and I'm so glad it was those two fighting. Master was a cool character, man. It was like Kakashi with a freaking huge chip on his shoulder, man. Yep, that's how I felt about it, too. I'm glad you said that, because I was going to say edgy Kakashi, but yeah. Yeah, he had the gray hair. We suck for gray hair people. And he had the half mask over his nose. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, 2020 is hell. So right now we'll get into the, we'll jump into the characters. Swindler. You mean like that adorable girl who shouldn't have gotten caught up in it? But I'm shouldn't glad have she. got a haircut. Fuck! I don't want to talk about that. That pissed me off. That.
0: We can save that for spoilers. So, so, so Swindler Just... is a master manipulator genius,
1: obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's like the name implies. If you don't know that, you're stupid. Yeah, she's not totally just some random nobody who picked up she Just a, has a horrible luck
0: Who picked up a
1: Yeah, who like picked up a random coin And then got sucked into some bullshit
0: she's, I like how a lot of shit gets blamed on her Like, just random uh, course of events happens And it just, like, turns out that, like, it hap- like everything worked out And they're like, God damn it, Swindler, you're a fucking genius I gotta stop underestimating you And she's like, wait, what did I do? Yeah <laughs>
1: Uh, that was me
0: It it's so good and it just keeps adding up to her reputation. She ends up being like the most feared Akudama when she's just literally
1: just <laughs> One unlucky us. as
0: hell. But like towards the end of the season, you're like,
1: was she really just lucky as hell instead of unlucky? Like, I think she was lucky. I like she that. was unlucky to get into all of that, but once she was in it, her luck started to show. She made the best out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sick lessons right there for the life. I'm glad. It, I'm glad too. Because she shouldn't have been there. She really shouldn't have. She was not up to the criteria. I criteria. see a lot of love
0: for this character. A lot of people say like, best protagonist of the year. Like I no. love Swindler, and I'm like, ah, eh, she got a fucking
1: haircut though. Yeah. Ruined everything. Bro, I love short-haired anime girls. Yeah, me too. I don't mind. And them. Fuck, I thought Swindler looked. Hate. Her
0: bangs were so tight, dude. It was such. Her good. It head is a...
1: shaped like a light bulb. A light bulb. Videl don't got that light bulb head. No, no. Ray Ayanami don't got a light bulb head. No. But here comes Swindler. Like I was, I was really thinking. I'm like, I ever see this chick in the middle of the street, I'm gonna hit her with an extension cord and hope she light up. Oh whoa, that really made me upset. I was like, that is the grossest haircut I've ever seen in my they life. Might,
0: they should have just. She should have cyberpunk. They should have
1: just shaved her head. Yeah, yeah. The whole don't thing do that, at that fucking
0: point. Fugazi half ass fucking.
1: With Holly your pink streak still in it? Yeah. Hmm.
0: Trying to be like White Holly Berry from
1: Swordfish or something. Wally Berry? Uh, Brawler. You mean brawler? Yeah. <laughs> was, he was so cool. I like he how he didn't so even cool. want
0: the money once they got like the 100 million yen. He didn't give a He's shit. He's like, I just want a rematch with
1: Executioner because I'm a real one. Once again, lived right up to his name. All he did was look for the smoke and he got it. He got it. Like, he... Uh,
0: like, when he, he approached, like, that laser pillar wall, and he's like, is this as strong as the demon, bro? <laughs> totally, dude. Like, I know how to get through it, but uh, you go ahead and try first. Yeah. All right,
1: bro. Dude, like, the, when he jumps off the top of the building onto the gondola, that was amazing. He th- puts his head through the glass. Like, Brawler was – Brawler, I thought, was the scariest out of them.
0: He had a cool character design. He was yeah. true to himself, for sure. Absolutely. He had, a lot, he had warrior's pride. Uh, it was cool seeing, like, a warrior archetype like that in a cyberpunk setting.
1: Yep. Super, like, you wouldn't think that would fit. But, I mean, it fit he's well. there, bro. It fit well, and he's one of my favorite characters, so. Yeah. I, yeah,
0: totally, man. I thought that was – it's kind of hard to pull off, and they, and they did well. Mm-hmm. All right, 100%. so Doctor, dude? I like how Doctor's quote, she was like, my job is to play with lives, to hold them in my hands, including my own. I'm like, damn, she stayed true to herself, too. She stayed at yep. that. And this is exactly what she yep. did. She'd fuck with people's lives like it was a game. But, it, like, she thought it was her job and she would do the same with herself. Yeah. She'd, like, sell her neck back together and shit. She was
1: she was wild. She was, she was scary, but in, like, the more manipulating way people think Swindler would have been with her name doctor yeah, was, like, really
0: manipulating. I don't care if it's rude. I'm kink-shaming her.
1: For what kink? Just what kink can you shame on plain her? For playing? people. I just don't – I don't like her shit.
0: Y'all she y'all gave me like bad her. vibes. And it's not because she might be a dude. <laughs> I don't care about that.
1: She's got sewn so on yetis. Remember
0: after she, uh, she, she like, <gasps> No, makes don't even say that because we her. didn't
1: even uh, – And it's sad. <laughs> Spoilers. It's not that much of a spoiler. It's just sex. we were supposed to know that, And then she though. goes, how
0: old do you think I am? And he's like, huh. And she goes, do you perceive me as a woman? And I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. She's a doctor. She's ex- like, she obviously could have gave herself an exquisite sex change, and
1: no one would exquisite. ever know. Exquisite. I mean, yeah, compared to what else she does surgically on the fly yeah. to her own body. So just I'm just like, like did why? I
0: just bang a dude? Uh, like, sure, I sure even I can't even do anything about it. It, it wasn't even me. bro.
1: <laughs> it could have been bro, but it was not.
0: Man, they really yeah. killed it with the with that bro word and that one. They were bros. They really were. So, courier, oh. man. Courier. He was like I said. He's the best tired guy art as long as, as well as dopo dopamine from uh, hypnosis Mike that also dropped this season. Oh, I
1: He's know. He's also another t- tired guy shit. But courier, they really nailed it, dude. I liked how Courier was legitimately a fucking punk without his bike. His freaking, like, Tony Stark Spider-Man bike. Yeah. Ridiculous. With I, a rail gun and 16 grappling hooks and time features and, oh, hey, what's that? It did your taxes. He he always did that cliche, like, t.
0: Thing? Yeah. Whenever someone would say something, Tuh. Yeah, and he, you know, he's like picking up drop money is bad luck. And I'm like, damn, that's the realest thing he said all show.
1: Yeah, it really was. Everything else was like just hard. I'm only here for my job. He was supposed to be like some deep character, you know, and like uh,
0: what I what I kind of pointed out or found out for myself, like there needs to be like a job for him to do a good deed to like perform a con- perform a conscious good act. But and, but he takes all those jobs. Yeah. Uh you know, with like a little nudge from like Swindler or something like that. Like it's an excuse for him to do something good because he doesn't think of himself as a good person because most of his jobs include killing people. So he's like, if if I'm doing something good, it must be a coincidence. It must just be my job because I'm not a good person. I'm not supposed to do good things. But that was a cool thing they put in, like the deep character type thing.
1: Yeah, it did add character to him when I thought for a while there really wasn't. I thought there wasn't character. Yeah, to him. you're I right. It was, there was an absence th- of that. Yeah. yeah, for
0: sure. And, and they explain it too at the end. This that was a conclusion I drew of myself. I'm not saying it's right, but I just like thought it was weird that like he wouldn't take certain jobs, but then he would with a little nudge. And he really wasn't about helping people, but you could tell he was like a good guy. I feel like he just didn't think of himself as a good person. And in order for him to do something good, he needed it to be like a contracted job because that was his life. My job is to deliver shit.
1: Courier. Yeah. Once again, living up to the name. Like Mm -hmm. that was every Akadama, and he was no exception. When he power slides through the blood. Remember that? (laughs) That was dope. That was really smart too. That was so cool. I thought that was really like a high brain move of his too. I really like Sister. She was like cute as hell. She was. She called Curry your shit guy because he just (laughs) all he said is shit. Yeah. Yeah, All he said is shit. Ah shit guy. Yeah,
0: shit guy. And she's
1: like, Yeah, what she said
0: one of those. Mm-hmm. And her, her clothes and her character design, her little hair, real just super duper kawaii, dude. Yeah. Really,
1: 100%. Also, brother was really cool, too. Yeah. I liked him. He was necessary, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially for her. Like, th- they were two halves of, the, like, the whole piece. And uh,
0: Cutthroat Doggy, the voice actor, give him a gold medal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's He'd, almost
0: adorable in, like, the sickest way he possible. He
1: delivered his lines, like... Fucking hilarious, dude! Beautifully. Yeah, beautifully
0: hilarious. When he snaps and decorates the place, yeah, for Swindler,
1: yeah, that—that's
0: uh, that was my cake. He calls it a cake. It's a body of like, not a body. It's a mountain, a pile of like a hundred bodies, and it's
1: it's crazy. Yeah, that that was that was a little too far, but for someone like him, I don't know if that was far enough in his eyes. I wish he had more. I think he wished he had more time and ingredients for that cake. So the red angel glow that he saw above Swindler. Yeah, I didn't look
0: into like exactly what that was or how that explained it. Was it was pretty interesting though?
1: Because he, I mean, when he explains it and like what it actually is and stuff, and you go back and you look at it again, you don't
0: see it until like
1: once the, it's explained and yeah. 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 And we'll it's always growing. And it w-
0: it's been growing the whole season. Mm-hmm. Every episode, like he was saying, it would get bigger and bigger and bigger. And he can see her no matter where she was. Like it showed the Kansai Tower or whatever. And it was just a giant red halo above it. And he's like, oh, she's there.
1: There she is. There's and he's like, my can't... angel.
0: Dude, I like the... I feel like they threw in a little, like, the Shining reference in there when he's like, you can't hide from me. And then she's, like, hiding literally in the bathroom and he busts through the door yeah. and looks through there. I mean, that's a Shining reference. I, right I
1: thought so, too. I thought so, too. And I'm glad you mentioned that because fact... even the way he looked through the door, mm-hmm. it wasn't his whole head like Jack Nicholson, but he yeah. might as well have they been. They
0: didn't overdo it. They did it perfect. I feel yeah. It was perfect. Might as well have been, though. Dude, his attacks were, like – once he started protecting Swindler, like, like literally, like, white knighting Swindler yeah. and protecting her, I felt so safe. Like, a big sigh of relief. Like, that's who I want protecting me, yo. Like, Cutthroat. Either like, the him way or he Brawler. Would just, he would, like, throw his knife and, like, block a thing that I was about to hit her. And he would just be like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you attacking my queen? And I'm like, get him, Cutthroat. Get him. That happened so many times. and It was just such a big sigh of relief for me, man. Just knowing that Cutthroat had my back protecting our swindler
1: yeah yeah it, honestly you got a point it's like either between him or brawler i don't know who i'd i'd feel safer having brawler protect me but cutthroat sure as hell did the job too
0: yeah 100 like 110 dedicated to the job uh-huh yeah like brawler was just all about yeah He was yeah. just looking for the smoke so yeah, if there was a problem he himself. would go
1: solve it regardless
0: i dude cutthroat being a psychopath for seven minutes check it out on youtube <laughs> it's freaking great! It's gold content. Seven minutes straight. It's just psychopath. What is it? Uh, cutthroat being a psychopath on YouTube. It's so good.
1: Um, I don't. I still. I still don't think I actually liked him too much, though. He'll grow
0: on you. I didn't like Charmy a lot until you started liking Charmy. Charmy was Clark. great. Now I one. love her.
1: Charmy then Charmy Papipsden. Day one, I knew. I knew everything. I kept telling everyone too. So hacker dude, I got two words for hacker. He was based and valiant. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I like it like early on too, when we'll discuss deeper onto it later, but when he made that choice on the train, he knew what he was doing. I feel like he saw the end game then. Yeah. I mean he yeah. Uh I like that
0: quote he said, To think I would get my ass kicked, this is freaking awesome. Yeah. At the end and he's just like going hard. He I just had that. it so easy. He's just a freaking ultra ultra hacker. I loved
1: that. And he when was he gave cool.
0: Yeah, he gave Swindler that drone was and when Swindler was asking it asking for the drone when they were climbing the steps and he's like, nah. But then when nah. he when he makes his like little departure he hands her the drone, I'm like, Hell yeah. Yeah. Give it give Swindler so cool. more protect, please. Um
1: uh, see
0: like even Cutthroat You know, now that I think about it I think you know cut even Cutthroat was not chill with that haircut. Everything changed after that haircut.
1: Wait, I don't remember what he said about the haircut. He
0: didn't say anything, but he stopped protecting her after she got the haircut.
1: Oh well, yeah, now she looks like she could protect herself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I gotta get to the spoiler thing before I talk more, but uh Yeah, so there's master and then there was Apprentice. What I really liked about Apprentice, the girl, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. She had proper character development. Yes she did it was done It was yes, done rapidly
1: did. but it was done so right, so believable. mm mm-hmm. it. how quick like she matured up to the situation everything. It was done really well. I liked her character a lot. I liked her character a lot. Um was so like, it? I like hoodlum. I just wish hoodlum had more screen time but that's just me personally. I think he – really, he probably had the perfect amount of screen time. I just wish he got to do more or say more. He could have possibly, like, played that role as, like, the ordinary person, like as Swindler did. Like, yeah. we could have – you know, they could have did a little shit with that with Hoodlum, too. I think he was. Yeah, I think I think so he too. was the ordinary person role because Swindler was not ordinary, and you find it out how crazy. But, but Hoodlum? He really was. He – He did something really petty to get locked up anyway. It wasn't even like he wasn't a real Akadama. He was just in jail for five years and got caught up in the breakout and then lied his way into everything.
0: This whole character arc was, like, coming to know and love and respect himself, kind of. Like,
1: Like becoming a real Akadama like everyone else. Yeah, but, like,
0: he's always, like, he's like, I've been Fugazi my whole life. Like, I've, like... It's time, time for me to be true to myself. Do it for bro, and he just does epic things. Yeah. And, all right, people. Our memory card ran out of
1: memory, so we're back again to do, hey, to do the Wandering with Elena. We're doing it. That's about time, honestly. I've been wanting to talk about this for so long, and we, we couldn't. I couldn't. Hell yeah, this is my number one pick. It was way better than i expected i yeah. was like going into this thinking here we go some big hat moe stuff like this is gonna be cute i guess it was just an all-around great watch beautiful vibe the whole time
0: yeah there's some beauty vibes man that's some hot girl shit yeah it really is Th- like and she's not gonna like... be the she's gonna break everyone's heart She's already doing
1: it. And not like the hot girl shit, like crying on your shower floor like <laughs> I do every now and then. Actual hot girl shit. Like, yeah, like, I don't need you. Yeah. I don't need no man. I don't need no nothing. It's like, who's
0: that amazing? amazing? Oh, yeah, that's me.
1: Like, does she, like, say
0: that? Like, every episode she's
1: like, who's that beautiful witch riding across the sunset? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah,
0: it's so Drake of her.
1: I was like, wow. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm doing me. <laughs> I'm a Moe witch. Yeah. What was your favorite episode, though? First, I'll drop real quick. You catch it on Hulu,
0: Amazon Prime, and it's dubbed. It's getting dubbed. It might be done by now. We're hitting this a little late. Studio C2C, kind of new. Ooh. Kind of new. Blu-ray is coming out January 27th. I uh, might have
1: to, dude. The first, I don't blame you. The first Blu-ray set I get. I don't blame you at all. It'll be legendary. That's a good one. As of December
0: 2020, the book series is with the volume 15, so like it's there's still some stories we haven't seen yet. Similar to Kino's Journey, it has that Kino's Journey format, mm-hmm. where they just pick and choose stories from the light novel and the manga, or whatever, and they put it, and they and they adapt them. So it, like jumps all over, but they did a great job with this adaptation.
1: Yeah, I at first I didn't know it was like Kino's Journey when I watched it, and they just like picked stories. I thought this was really going down like some linear path. The director, uh,
0: Toshiyuki Kubuko, Also known for his Berserk movie trilogies Which weren't that bad No No And uh, Harakuna Receive But like I don't know If I see another anime from C2C coming up Like I'm gonna have to check it out Just because of how uh, impressed I was by Elena I dare say I think it might be my favorite of the season it's close to another one. That's fair. Sleepy pee. That's fair. Yeah, because for this real.
1: this was unexpectedly high in mine. It uh, I actually like it more than I like Akudama. I'll be a hundred percent. Oh hell that. yeah! Like, and the manga was much much darker in the art and the
0: story. But like every couple episodes, there's some dark shit that happens in this. Like, it's not lighthearted. It's not like that lighthearted witch stuff. Like well, episode two
1: had me kind of feeling bad. The but land I was of mages, like, where the girl uh, is full as a flower. Yeah, yeah, that one. And they'll that split. One.
0: That one's like they'll split two stories into one to fit them in there. It, it works mm-hmm. nicely. I really like the one with the wall, where they have to write their names on the wall, and there's two villages on the other side of the wall competing with each
1: other. Yeah,
0: really awesome stories. Every episode, I'm looking at the names of them. I'm like loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved all these episodes. All
1: episodes. I laughed so hard. Like, I actually had to pause it. I don't even know why I was laughing so hard. When they took the picture of her stomping the grapes, and she's just so angry to be called flat, I was crying oh, at that. Yeah. I was so funny. No boing boing. No boing boing.
0: Dude, what cracked me up is when she, uh, the whole town got that poison, that magic gas that made them fall the in bi- the next yeah. person they saw, and she saw herself. And she just fell in love with herself. And she's, like, looking at her own reflection. She's, like, licking the reflection. She does the... no, she... That. Like th- like, their body switched. Yeah, yeah.
1: So she fell in love with Elena, who she was already. I, I forget her name. The charcoal witch. Saya, Saya, Saya. Thank you. She fell in love with Elena again, basically. Yeah, uh, so a lot she's of people like,
0: loved her, man. I thought she was annoying. I liked her, the best friend girl that I had a crush on I Elena. And I, you can't blame her. No, nah, because Elena is great. She's that beautiful witch flying over the horizon. <laughs> That's her everybody's favorite girl, man. The character designs on every character so good. The white mage that smoked, that was a big Kino's Journey shout-out. The motorcycle. She, she's my favorite broom, character. And this, the, the dress, this khaki pants, like the suit. She's like a suit pants mage outfit. Like, never seen anything like it. Yeah. And it was white, which is really cool. She just looked like she was, like, maxed out level, you know? hmm And she was Fran's best friend. Oh, frenemy. Friend. Into best friend, yeah, yeah, like that was There's cool. There's that story about when they were kids, and it shows I how I so was necessary. Great. Loved it. Um, she was smoking cigarettes back then. She didn't have a fancy pipe.
1: Just flicking them all over the place, picking fights with everyone. I was like, wow, you know, you're really the best character. Oh, uh, but in the episode with uh, with the love, with the love spell, and they switched bodies, I was, I was like, the funniest part of that for me was when she's like. Wait, so did, did you open that box? Because Elena doesn't want to talk about that right now. So she starts doing that hand gesture like, well, we're going to move that to the side. That was that was amazing. She yeah. just kept doing that without saying a word. I'm like, you might as well just say it already. Typical hot girl shit. Um, the The episode six, I think it was, with the girl who wanted to go back in time. That was, that was another one that made me feel, like, so... After yeah, I watched Tread, that yeah. episode, because I was planning on just running through the whole show, I watched that episode and went, I gotta go do something else. <laughs> I ain't feeling good. That was deep, man. And she was a cool witch, too. I really yeah. liked her. Lavender witch or something like that. And, and, and all she wanted to do was help her friend, who she swore up and down was a good person.
0: Yeah, they got... They hit it. They hit the deep notes good on that yeah. one. It just They didn't make it deep and, like, dark, just... For the for sake the f- of Deep and Dark League. Like the story was, itself uh, was just deep and especially dark. Especially with told the finale. Right. The finale wraps everything up. Yeah. Without, like, it doesn't really spoil it, but, like, the finale kind of, like, it's funny. It's kind of similar to A Standing on a Million Lives, what we're going to cover next. Like, how they go over, like, every time you make a decision and you go down the left corridor instead of the right, there's a world where you did go down that right corridor. And there's a different sequence of events that happen mm-hmm. that lead to a totally different world. It's kinda, The finale of Elena covers that. It's like, if Elena did not stop the Ripper that took her hair, this is what she would have ended up like. If Elena did not intervene and help this girl go in the past and reconcile her regrets, then this is what she would have turned it out like. And there was all those, like, different Elena's with the different personalities.
1: I'm just trying to figure out how slime Elena comes to be. Like, (laughs) what decision did you
0: make? It cracked me up. That was really funny. I heard some people getting impatient about it because, like, everyone had to
1: respond, but dude the, the the fake boobs Elena was totally from the wine episode hundred percent hundred percent I don't know how that just came to me now but so I highly suggest it man I highly suggest it it's, I do uh,
0: too so I should have said that earlier but it really is I think it's like my it took me call me off guard I never watched Kino's journey so I never saw a show like that where it's just like she's like a true observer she's just a traveler. And that was the thing with Kino's journey. She only stayed in one place for three days, and then she moved on to a different town where some crazy, weird shit was happening. Like where everybody cannot tell a lie,
1: True and the account. town's
0: fucked up. Like they even that was like a direct like.
1: Yo, do you remember the lie she tried saying to prove it too?
0: Yeah, and uh, she ended up just talking about how beautiful she, she was,
1: She's sitting there trying to call herself ugly, and all she's doing is screaming. She's the most beautiful girl. I'm like, no, this is really, this is really top tier she sings the op and the op is great man it's, it's like the best kind
0: of show Joe feels I've ever heard the, I loved it the she sings is adorable it. it's like such a cute op yeah and the the animation is amazing even in the op but
1: within like mm-hmm. the lighting it's really good it's good to watch man it feels good I like I I wouldn't be shocked if you said this is your favorite of the series, of the season. Yeah, man. I wouldn't be shocked at all.
0: I didn't look back at the year yet. I don't want to blow anyone's pants off and say it's of the year,
1: but maybe. 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 You still got Beau Furry to compete with, though. Yeah, we'll I feel about like it's Kino. like
0: if you wanted more Kino's Journey and you really did, like this, you got to watch this, man. You got to give it a shot. You got to. It really shines a light on like the slight but like important differences between selfishness and self care. Like like I was talking about before. With, like it seems like she's the... kind of being like a bitch sometimes, but she's just like, Nah, nah. I don't I'm blame the her.
1: most important person to me, and I'm gonna take care of me. Like I'm not get like I'm not gonna. I'm not getting tied up with your n- nonsense. Yeah, and you're
0: like, wait, what? Like you could at least like, she could have done some things, but like, no, nah, like that's her.
1: She's true to herself. Yeah, you know, I respect that.
0: Like, I would have done really things differently,
1: do. but like you respect it, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like quite a few times where I'm like, I would have stayed and helped out. But you do you, I guess. She's just traveling around different places
0: by herself, very independent young lady. And she just like wants to write a book just like what she grew up on, like Mm -hmm. reading the adventures of Nike, reading about that witch Nike that was so dope and did all this cool stuff and then, you know, she finds out she has some like unique ties to this great adventure Nike where she had where she that book she fell in love with when she was a kid that made her want to be a witch. And she even looks like her too. And she's incredibly talented, super smart. The the one flaw she did have at the beginning, like, she really didn't know failure. She really didn't know when to give up. That was, like, one of the first lessons that Fran...
1: Yeah. ...hit her up with. And Fran is just, like, heavy MILF energy, dude. Dude, Fran is, like, the wisest character I've seen on that show. Like, she's...
0: Super patient and
1: optimistic. She's, like, kind of aloof, but she's so big brained so big brained dude in episode
0: 10 at exactly 4 minutes and 10 seconds in you can hear Fran say ada, ada. just so everybody can know 4 minutes and 10 seconds into episode 10 but
1: right. thank you like, ada, ada. thank you Rehearsely I know what my new text tone is yeah
0: go back check it out <laughs> and there was that like uh, the curio group that reoccurring uh, enemy cult yeah that Fran and Sheila deal dealt with when they were young and then uh with the lady who had like four teeth. Yeah, and now Saya and Elena have to take them on too. I That's thought a nice that was little cool. Touch that they squeeze into that twelve
1: episode like mishmash. Like they really killed it with picking the right ones. Yeah. Oh my god, the one scene that had me actually sit back, like, Alright, I don't know about this show was when they switched bodies and her sister's hitting on her yeah. and Elena's just like, um, huh. But and they, knocks they covered her ass out. it up a little bit at the
0: end, though. They, they kind of explained, like, yeah, no, how it's... it, like,
1: overdoes
0: all the love. And, like, it, it showed, like, the cute innocence of, like, her, her just loving her little sister. Saya's older sister.
1: Yeah. Which I, I get. But, but yeah, at that, first, that scared it me. Like, it scared what? me, too. I'm like, no, don't ruin my show. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I was like, I don't know. This was a great show. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for coming. And I almost left it off there, but I'm glad I finished the episode and saw that it was an adventure. It's a great show
0: to watch by yourself and just like relax mm-hmm. and just go on. You know, nothing's too sad, nothing's too dark. The fight scenes, there there are some and they're like they're really epic, really man. Really cool. Like that lady that was trapped in, in the castle. Yeah, with the, the dragon. The princess without subjects. I think the name of the episode, episode four. That
1: episode ended wild. I, I was not. Dude, I did not see that ending coming, she's, and it was she's like
0: shooting down at this giant demon and. Her wand has, like, this recoil. Like, she's shooting, like, a grenade launcher, <laughs> oh. And it's crazy animation, man. She's just relentless. And she's
1: also got heavy MILF energy. She, she was frightening. Like, she, her magic was so crazy. Yeah, Elena felt bad for her. Like, maybe I, maybe I should have helped
0: her. She's like, oh, I don't need to help her. This lady's crazy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that ending where she's It like, had a good twist at the end, too. I could not believe that. That twist was too much for me. I sat back and went, damn. Uh, yeah, Elena, deuces, skedaddle out of here. Hurry. I can't get enough of Elena, the Ashen Witch, man. And Fran. And Sheila. Incredible ladies everywhere. Sheila's she- she hands down my favorite character. Super whole, oh yeah, I can see that. Hands down. I'm, great. Like, I was like, no, you're you're the cool one. She like rides her broom in like a lounge position. She kind of like sits back with her yeah. arms crossed, like f- just kicked up. Coat posting. over the shoulders all the time. Oh, too cool. She's literally too cool.
0: And she's size teacher, and, and, and Fran has Elena. Elena, It's perfect. It's, it's symmetrical. It's so good. So we we'll just get right into the spoilers. We'll just fucking keep
1: moving, man. All right. I mean, there's not much to say. Like, I, I liked the ending. I thought it was good. The ending was nice. A- and the fact that like she came to terms with all of herself, too. That yeah. was really nice to say. She technically slept with herself. Didn't you point that out? I I sent you the meme <laughs> when when you finally decided to go fuck yourself. She fell and asleep. Like, Thanks, Elena. You're welcome. <laughs> I was like, damn.
0: But we find out that Fran and she was teacher was Nike, so she's essentially mm-hmm. Nike's
1: granddaughter. This mm-hmm. is cool, man. It was it's like they even looked way too much alike. Yeah.
0: And then, then you find out much. why she named her the Ashen Witch and why she Fran is the Stardust Witch, which was really cool. It's just and then she's like, "Why?" She's like, I just that uh, cool. Shouldn't I be the I Star just, Witch and shouldn't I be the Night?" Cool. Because of their hair color.
1: Yep. yep. So
0: it shows Fran starting to write a book. The every the everyday tales of every a- Ashen Witch is the name of the chapter that like you see her writing. So she's starting to write a book too, which is really cool. I would, I would totally read the books.
1: Wasn't there a Chinubio, Elena? Chenubio. Oh, with the eye patch, like, the, um, There was! Yeah. There was. Where she's, like, always doing dramatic poses and stuff, too. That, that was funny. And just, like, you do a little, like, self-investigation. There was th-
0: self-investigation, because there was three Elenas with, like, a dark past, a dark heart. Yeah. So that makes you be like, hmm, what three incidents, like... Made her like, you know, I don't want to speculate I that wanna, now, but like, there's some shit that, that you know, there's gelatinous me that, that was, was slime amazing.
1: One. I was dying at that one. Um, and she was called Protagonist Me, which is very woke. I like Greed that Elena. A lot. Greed Elena was so funny. Just sitting there, like, oh yeah, we could totally do that, and then I'll take everybody's money. She's like, why
0: do you call me Protagonist Me? She's like, because you turn your weakness of no personality into a strength that means you can be anything. <laughs> It's like, damn, that's literally every protagonist. Uh huh.
1: Uh-huh. Like,
0: okay. Like, show. And she didn't self-aware. even argue it.
1: She's kind of like, oh, I mean, kind of dick. But and makes then she sense. just
0: proceeds to sit on the throne and throw her leg over and yep. just bosses all the other Elena's. around. I thought that
1: was so cool. It's oh like,
0: man! And then the the evil Elena that just called her violent Elena.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's so was uh, She came in after like not sleeping for six days straight and wanted nothing but smoke. More yeah, so, nothing. So she
0: she gets like a wish. The whole th- final episode, she goes to a place like they all ended up there because there was a sign saying like you'll get a, your wish granted if you come here. Mm-hmm. Those like neon lights, really weird vibes. And uh, what was her wish? She reveals her wish was to see the, all of uh, all the other possibilities along her journey, like I alluded to before, with yeah. like the the stri- like the possibilities theory. So she technically got that by meeting herself. At the end of journey, making different choices and going down different paths, and at the end, she made peace with with all of herself,
1: and then she was able to write her book. It's freaking the way she made peace with herself to like every single one of her. I was like, "What they call it now?" That's what I'm gonna start calling it. Me too. Literally, like the happiest ending ever. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Um, I was actually really happy, like how they just all got along at the end. Cause I didn't even think they'd like all sit in the room and be that cordial, but straight slept with herself. I wish I could sleep with myself. No, no, I, I would not. I believe you. That was so cool, though.
0: They, write a, they so they all ended up writing the book together mm-hmm. and combined to like make a book even better than the Adventures of Nike, which just feels good. And then at the end, it just throws up a throws us a giant like weird thing out of nowhere, where they introduce a new character. And they call her Amnesia. That blonde character? Last scene of the show. Ooh. And it says something like, little did I know, I would be traveling with this person. Yeah. And then they, like, bump they... into each other and swap books or something like that. And the book says, like, read this when you wake up in the morning. It's just alluding to another story. I forgot leaving about that. the door open. That. So, like, we might get, like, another, like, another version down the line. Like, we got another Kino's version. Kino's Virgin Kino's Journey (laughs) Like 10 years later Or whatever 15 years later With a couple other Different stories Sometimes They revamped some stories Which actually Would be
1: nice to see
0: Yeah And I mean If you What is the word Improve On that Animation And and all that Like God it would be beautiful Because this shit Was already great If if you're looking Into like Kino's Journey But like some Modern animation Shit like that more so than
1: the two thousand seventeen version, you're like this is it. This also just had great vibes all around, except for the two episodes you're not supposed to feel happy at the ending of. Like yeah, one of them every was, episode was great. And yeah, yeah. And one of them was in the beginning, which
0: scared me, but it, it caught it it's caught itself. Yeah. And it, it, it it's it
1: kept forward real good. And the E D was pretty damn good too. The E D was nice. I it liked it. It ended it out nice. It doesn't hold a candle to the opening though. The opening it, is just top notch. I really liked it. That shojo ass OP. Especially
0: because she sings it and I'm a huge Elena stan now. <laughs> how how huge of an Elena stan. It's like my favorite it was like my favorite hair color people before this.
1: Oh. So now. Yeah, So now it's, it's just great. over. Say he was great.
0: Her attitude is incredible. Her personality is so good. Mm-hmm. And what makes it so good is like I know like like, like you said, like that kid is like, "Are you single? going?" He's asking the yeah. real questions. Like, it makes her so desirable, and just knowing that she's gonna be all right by herself, she doesn't need no man. Yeah. So, like, she don't need nobody <clears throat> but herself. Just makes me wonder even
1: more. Like, the fact that she can wake up and just talk nothing but good about herself. She can't even lie bad about herself.
2: Yeah.
0: That's
1: I need. We need some of that in our lives. Everyone needs some of that <laughs> in their lives.
0: All right, so that's that's Elena, I guess, right? Wondering what's Elena. Yeah.
1: Yep. I don't got too much more to say about that, other than you should watch it if you haven't and, and you're yeah, looking man. for fun vibes.
0: I thought I was making making a fool out of myself on the impressions uh, one, but like no. I said that a few times and like, dude, all my picks are fire, man. I gotta have more confidence.
1: Yeah, haha, ha, mine too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all of ours were except for G-Bones. Gbos. Yeah.
1: No, no, <laughs> I'm just thinking about one. Just, yeah. But yeah, let's move on. Yeah, like that's
0: it. Phone. That's it for this yep. one. So thanks a lot, guys. Uh, we're gonna have part two coming like uh, right now. So
1: yeah, time to record. Uh, yeah, no catchphrase yet. Bye bye. Peace. Yo, it's official. They got Cardi B to make the the car noises in Fast and Furious Nine. No, Are you serious? Yeah, Cardi B is gonna be the voice of the cars. Oh, she's... <laughs>